for the VFLW Women's Match of the Day here at Icon Park. It's Carlton taking on the Southern Saints and with the Western Bulldogs losing to Collingwood yesterday, the winner could find themselves in the top six. Uh, my name's Lucy Watkin. Uh, joining me are Sasha Doherty and Alex Doherty here at Icon Park. Good to see you guys. Yeah, good Hello. to see you again, uh, Lucy. It's been a while and um, it's a massive game here, um, especially for the Southern Saints because I think their percentage before the start of the weekend was already um, much, much greater than the Bulldogs. And and now, with that big loss as well yesterday, it opens up for Carlton as well. So it's almost an elimination final of sorts, Sasha. Yeah, must-win game for the Saints. Um, I think they're going to give it a red-hot go today. And it, it's going to be an exciting morning. It's beautiful conditions as well. So I'm looking forward to it. It is. Sun is shining down here at uh, Icon Park. It's a bit fresh out there, but... Uh no wind, no rain, cl no cloud coverage. So perfect day for football. But yesterday, Collingwood, uh, as we mentioned, beat the Western Bulldogs. That takes them to 13 wins in a row. 52 points on the ladder and 292 uh, percentage. Do you think the premiership is, real, uh, is theirs for the taking, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a tough one because right now, I think what Collingwood showed uh, yesterday, I think, they're stamping themselves as the as the red hot favourite, mm. but then well you never know what's going to happen anyway in in a, final, in a finals game. Like Collingwood were the world beaters two years ago, and and the Dogs beat them to get to the grand final. So on any given day, really, I think it's um it's anybody's it's anybody's race. So you, you'd want you'd want if you're Carlton or you're the Southern Saints, you'd you'd want to win just to keep that chance alive. Absolutely. You do. Um, you've got, obviously, Cats and Port Melbourne nipping at Collingwood's heels a little yep. bit. Um, but those top three, they seem pretty solid at this stage. So, yeah, that bottom of the top six is pretty exciting to see who will make it in the end. Mm. And interesting as well with Collingwood, I noticed with the team selections this week, they seem to be the only team that really has a strong AFLW contingent, like still playing in the VFLW um, in round 12 before this one. I think we had five or six seven Carlton AFLW players playing. Um, same for Geelong and same for the Saints. They had Georgia Patrikios come across to play in that game against the Western Bulldogs in round 12. But there's only one or two um, this round. And I just wonder if because of the change of the AFLW season moving to December, pre-season obviously is coming in a little bit earlier, they've had to um, sort of rest players to make sure they're ready to start pre-season in probably August, in six weeks' time. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's sort of... You've got to try and balance up one thing or the other. Like, yeah, you've got to try and get match match yep. fitness in, into the players as much as you can. But on the same on the same level, they've got a they've sort of got a rest and they're still again part time players. So they've got a they've got lives they've got lives outside of outside of football, Sasha. They and, do. Um, um, so you, yeah, it could be strategic as well. You know, I don't know if you want to save those AFLW players for finals, but I mean, you need to get in first, I guess. So there's the other side of the story there. But um, yeah, at least you're right. There's there's less and less AFLW players showing up in the games at the moment which also you don't know with the trades sort of period that's just gone past if that's had an effect on teams as well. Yeah it'll be interesting to see if any of those players who have moved across clubs will come in and play for teams. We've already seen Winnie Lang um, has moved across to Casey from Carlton. Um, seems a lot of players are sort of going elsewhere to find opportunity which you can never begrudge them for but no. it is always interesting in the middle of a season when a player finds himself somewhere else. Yeah, it, it is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think we've seen quite a few players, I think Nadia Von Birdo from the Southern Saints going across to 
uh, Hawthorne as well, probably the one that stands out to me as well. Sort of just trying to find, see if there's any opening for um, a, a list spot in in the future. We've got expansion coming in the next couple of years as well, so I think a lot of these players that have been delisted, there's quite a few surprising ones too yeah. um, over over, yeah. the, over this off season. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they, what happens with them the next year or so, because I think they've got plenty to play for. Definitely. Um, as Alex mentioned, expansion next year. So people were saying trade period was boring this year, but I'm like, well, just wait for next year and there will be plenty of player movement. Um, call, call the calm for the storm, Lucy. Yes, exactly, 100%. Um, but the other results yesterday, uh, the Cats just beat the Hawks, 4-8-32 to 4-2-26. Uh, the Essendon beat the Seagulls, uh, as in Williamstown, and Casey Demons. Uh, beat Darabin Falcons nine six sixty to one one seven. So Essendon, they've sort of shot up their place in the finals for the first time, which is really exciting for the Bombers. Yeah, very exciting for the Bombers, and uh, I, I think it's just deserved because seeing them a few times this year, I think the way that they've played, the way that they sort of run the footy, there's no doubt that they deserve to be in the final six. Um, they've they've got Darabin next week, so you can imagine that'd be another another four points to lock in and. Almost, almost a dress rehearsal of sorts, I think, Sasha. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Darabin, unfortunately, they're just, yeah, they're not having a good year. They're not having a good couple of seasons. And um, look, it's expected that, yeah, they'll get beaten pretty easily next week. Um, be a surprise knockout of the wise. But uh, it's, yeah, I just unfortunately don't have a lot to say about Darabin. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I suppose it's fair enough. They've uh, had a season they'd probably rather forget. Yeah, it's very tough with Darabin Falcons, the stalwarts of women football in yeah. Victoria. I think still um, are an icon, an iconic club. But Absolutely. when you come up against uh, teams and clubs backed by AFL facilities and mm. coaches and um, all that kind of things, it does become hard to compete. But I still think the day the Darabin Falcons are not in the VFLW will be a very, very sad day for Victorian uh, football. Absolutely. I think you're spot on there. Um, but the other games today, uh, there will be Port Melbourne taking on North Melbourne. Port Melbourne, of course, were alongst in the race with Collingwood to remain undefeated. Uh, they lasted seven rounds undefeated and only won, I think, one game of their last five. No, two games of their last five. Port Melbourne, they got... Uh, got it back over Casey in round 12 but I think they're an intriguing case for the end of the season be interesting to see how they can sort of finish up the season and how they'll go in finals yeah well it is interesting because yeah we, we were all ranting and raving about Port Melbourne at the start of the year and mm. unbeaten and I think there is a lot of I think there's a lot of work to be done I think the last few last few weeks have definitely shown that how um, they they can be found out by teams um they should get up over North Melbourne today, yeah. though. I think North haven't exactly set the world on fire this season, and I think who who have they got next week? They've got they've got. I think Carlton next week. Uh, it's actually uh, Hawthorne. Hawthorne, that's it. Yeah. Hawthorne. So I think if they can chalk up the um the end of the season, they can get they can get to the finals with a bit of confidence to, yeah. on the back of these two wins. They sh- they should win and they should win big. And uh, we saw against Collingwood, I think they they've still got a couple of um they've still got a couple of things to sort of brush up on yeah absolutely yeah port melbourne like you said they came out so strong in the first yeah well seven games <laughs> but um i think they had high expectations as well they've managed to continue that throughout this season but um and yeah been knocked off a few times but i think they're not going to let it get away too easily for the next couple of games um seems like they've got their team pretty well sorted as well which is good mm. and for north melbourne uh 
our producer Peter Holden was just saying off air they found themselves mid predicament uh, North Melbourne Tasmanian players who can't come into the state because of border restrictions they had 11 players uh, playing for them from Tasmania in round 12 they're a bit short on players so that sort of makes finishing the season a bit tough <laughs> for North Melbourne yeah, as well if you can't get your full list um, into the state but it's it is an exciting game today because uh, the winner today could find themselves uh, in the top six. It's Carlton taking on the Southern Saints here at Icon Park. Um, it's eighth taking on seventh. The Southern Saints uh, had a chance to shore up their position in the top six um, but lost to the Western Bulldogs in round 12. And Carlton, they defeated the Cats in round 12 to find themselves in this position. But Alex... What are you looking for from uh, Carlton today, do you think, to find themselves in that top six? Well, I think they've just got to stick to the basics, stick to what they know, uh, win, the booty, win the footy from the uh, source, the middle, and then sort of trying to lock it down inside their 50, generate as much score as possible. Um, it ha- scoring probably hasn't been their strong suit, I think, this year. They've, uh, they've only got a really uh, me- meagre percentage of about 72. So... It, t- it tells me that that they can't that they either can't score or they let in a lot of a lot of big scores. Yep. And we saw uh, I think their best footy is capable. I mean, they beat Geelong a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Uh, before we went into lockdown, so I- I'm not quite sure which Carlton to expect. To mm. be honest, um, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd you'd hope to you'd hope to see their um the good Carlton come out, but there is every chance that they could actually come in with you know as the bad Carlton. Well, yeah, well, hoping for, like, I'm hoping for a close game, obviously, but um, I'm looking, and it looks like their their top goal scorer, Courtney Jones, isn't on the list today, so there's a bit of a loss for them um, if mm. they're looking to keep that percentage up, because she is a good good shot on goal. Um, but, yeah, it, it'll be interesting also to see uh, Tara, Tara Bohanna uh, again in the top goal scoring um, for the league, so hopefully today they both have, you know, show that they can uh, do that, that both of them talking about yeah Tara and unfortunately yeah again only a couple of goal scorers on that list so it's being dominated at this stage by Essendon Collingwood and um, Casey Demons which is interesting mm. you brought up a good point Alex of don't know which Carlton will uh, sort of turn out today because they did have those two really good wins against Casey and also uh, Geelong but lost a few games to they had a bad loss to North Melbourne but played a really good game against Port Melbourne they've been a bit all over the place and I think some of that has had to do with sort of the players coming in and out and who's being managed who's not being managed and all that kind of stuff but they've got a lot of their VFLW girls playing today Jennifer Liu is a big in for Carlton as well some young talent from uh, the NAB League uh, and Vic Metro in Maeve Chaplin um, and also Tara Delgado so it's um it's interesting. It seems like it'll be a good matchup today because it is sort of just classic, just VFLW. There's not a lot of that AFLW talent out there today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've touched on the two youngsters there from, from Carlton, Maeve Chaplin and Delgado, two players that I think will probably go early in the draft as well. Uh, sort of trying to keep my eye on which which of these younger players can sort of stand up to sort of that next level. And yeah. it's, it's a really big opportunity for them to sort of not only help their team over the line, but enhance their 
enhance their chances of being drafted. Yeah, definitely. And Pia Soltari is another uh, young player from the NAB League and Vic Metro who's making her VFLW debut today for the Southern Saints. But it is exciting when the under-18s come in, isn't it, Sash? It is. It's just like... It- be able to watch them from this level onwards. Um, you know, we'll probably see her in a couple of years, if not sooner, at AFLW level. Um, she's having a stunning sort of pre-workout up until VFLW, so it's good to see. But I bet she's super excited today because um, it is a it's a must-win game for the Southern Saints. So to be in this list on on this particular game will be a good test for her, I think. Definitely. I was, was going to say, I'm a big fan of Pia Staltari. She's down my way, Sandy Dragons girl. And yep. She, she, I think she was, I think, their leading goal scorer this year. I think, she, I think mm. she found herself on the score sheet quite consistently in a year where the Dragons haven't exactly managed to string wins together. So t- it'll be interesting to see how she how she fits in with this um, with this new setup here at the Southern Saints. Definitely. It's always so exciting, especially now with the way the pathways have changed in such a short amount of time um, for the under-18s to see them uh, come through and play in the VFLW and to go on and start in the AFLW. But before we continue, we have to welcome Paul Sebastiani into the commentary box. Paul, welcome. A very good morning. Now, might I just add something? Uh, The girls need to go out there and restore some pride in that uh, Carlton jersey after last night. I'll tell you what, that was an absolute debacle watching uh, that unfold at Giant Stadium last night. So I tipped Carlton too, Paul. So I believed. I. I've been tipping us for 27 years. <laughs> Has, it hasn't done me a world of good. So, yeah, there needs to be a little bit of pride restored in that uh, Carlton jersey out there, and hopefully the girls can, can go out and do it. But this Southern Saints side, very, very dangerous. But, uh, yeah, both sides... Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a win. We'll, we'll see either side go above or go a game clear of each other. And that sort of final spot in that, that top six position is, is really up for grabs today. And you'd think, you know, I mean, with the Bulldogs obviously needing to lose for either team to, to pop up into that top six, I think it's um, it's a real big opportunity for, for either team today. So it's it's going to be an absolute cracker. And what a day, just quietly. <laughs> yeah, great day here at Icon Park. Bit of a can construction site over on the other side. Yeah, but I think that's what are the, they doing uh, over there? That's the Carlton Rebuild unfolding again, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm harsh in that club. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I think it is. So, uh, yeah, hopefully um, hopefully, nothing's too far away with regards to success. But, yeah, no, the, as I said, the girls need to go out there and restore some pride in the, uh, in the, in the emblem today. Yes, they do. The Navy Blue, they're not going well in the uh, AFL. A lot of promises... Not a lot of uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's uh, not a lot of delivery. Uh, yeah, that's deli- deli- they have they've promised a world and delivered an atlas. Is, is what they've done, unfortunately. So, but no, for, I'm actually excited to see two players run around today for for the um, for Carlton. Um, Lucy McAvoy, obviously she's a AFLW listed talent. I think she had a bit of an injury interrupted year. She had the um, fractured cheekbone, I think, in the preseason, and it probably yep. probably just stifled her year. And then um, uh, Georgia Borg as well. I was actually impressed with her down at Windy Hill against Essendon. I know they. Um, Carlton lost that game quite convincingly, but um, I was impressed with her ruck craft and the way she covered um, the way she covered the ground. So th- those are two that I'd um, that I'd be keeping an eye on today from a Carlton perspective. Definitely, uh, just can hear the uh, Southern Saints girls coming out now onto the ground to do their first warm up, and we're going to have a quick break here on Wharf Radio. It's the match of the day here with Carlton taking on the Southern Saints. 
from the Veronica is for rad recording artists actors and athletes against drink driving what does it mean to be a designated driver it means you're the friend who's agreed not to drink not the person who's had the least to drink it's cool to do and it shows you care about your friends if you screw up just once then your life changes forever face it their lives are in your hands so why don't you and your friends take it in turns to be the designated driver when you go out you'll make the road safer for all of us the average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's steve Go, Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you OK, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you OK? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at areyouok.org.au. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Welcome back to the VFLW Women's Match of the Day. Carlton taking on the Southern Saints here at Icon Park. My name's Lucy Watkin. I'm joined alongside Paul Sebastiani, Alex Doherty and Sasha Doherty here. Perfect day for football. We'll be joined by the Southern Saints coach, Dale Robinson, in uh, just a moment. But it is exciting because, as we've mentioned a few times, in the coverage so far it is a must win game for both sides a win and you're in the top six uh but there's a lot of changes to both lists today um alex quite a few changes not as much of a aflw contingent on either list how do you think this will um affect the games uh look uh I'm not, I'm not quite sure where how it'll affect in the game in terms of the standard. I think there's I think I think a lot of these players have got something to prove, especially with the draft coming up soon. I think it's next month. Um, I think the the Saints have only about three three or four players in AFLW listed players in there anyway. I think yep. you got Tiana Smith, um, Alice Burke, uh, Jess Matten. And oh, I think actually I think that's it. Um, everyone else is sort of all VFLW listed players, so. It's um, it's it's quite interesting to see that, it, that usually if there's a if there's a crunch time game finals on the line, you, you'd want you, you'd want your best side and you want you want your AFLW players in there. But mm-hmm. it's good to see Dale Robinson actually taking the um, taking the punt on these uh, VFLW listed players. Yeah, definitely. And we have Dale Robinson on the line now from the Southern Saints. Thanks so much for joining us, Dale. How's everyone feeling after the after the break? Oh, I think there's plenty of excitement out there to get back and uh, and get the old Sharon in the hands, definitely. 
And uh, Dale, uh, thanks for joining us. Paul Sebastiani here. Um, Carlton, they've obviously had a couple of AFLW players come out of the side, but they've still got the likes of, of Lucy McAvoy. What's uh, what's the role um, from your point of view to try and stop a player like that today? Obviously, a very, uh, very gifted AFLW talent from Carlton's point of view. Yeah, absolutely she is. Um, but we'll also back in um, our consistent uh, mids to, to go with her today and, and they'll rotate, rotate through that role. Um, to look after her defensively and uh, and hopefully um, still get the ball forward offensively and, and let our mids do the work in there as well. Dale, it's Alex Doherty here. Um, I've just got one player I'd love I'd love to hear where she's going to play today. I'm a big fan of her, Tiana Smith. Uh, obviously, off a off her first season, thriving in the middle at, at St Kilda. Are you going to? Is it more of the same today? You're going to try try around in another role. Um, I, I love the run of tea, so um, we're, we're going to pop her out on the wing and uh, and give her some space, and um, she'll give us plenty of uh, a drive uh, coming through the uh, the width of the wing. And um, you know, if, if we see the day go that we need to throw her in the middle um, for a bit of impact as well, she'll certainly get that opportunity. Dale, Sasha Doldy here. Um, I just wanted to, I guess, go through, you know, obviously with the, the lockdown, the break, how does that affect your team, the players, with that, um, you know, the rounds being messed up and whatnot? Um, I think the the biggest part of this group is, has been the connection that they've built all year. So they really made sure that they were around each other through the lockdown. And, um, you know, if anyone was, was struggling a little bit, they'd make sure that someone else was around them to help them pop up so that by the time that they actually got back to, together face-to-face uh, Friday week ago, um, you know, they were excited to, to be back around. But the support they provide each other with this group has been phenomenal all year. And... There's been the break. Uh, the rounds have changed, as uh, Sasha mentioned, but they're two must-win games um, for your side, Dale. What's your message going um, into the game? The message today is just take the opportunity to actually be back out on the park, um, enjoy your footy, uh, take that pressure off of, you know, it's a game of mistakes. You will make mistakes today, but it's about what you do next. Um, so we did, we'll just take it in the old cliche of one week at a time. But today it's just really about getting the ball back in the hands and just getting out and enjoying footy because we weren't sure if we'd get the opportunity to finish it off. Um, so we just want the girls to really enjoy it and have fun out there with the game. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you how do how do the girls sort of deal with the pressure of I mean obviously a win today will put you up into that sort of top six and, and finals. What what is it from your point of view? Do you implement sort of during the week and and on match day for for the girls and yourself to to sort of deal with that um, expectation? Oh, look, we talk about finals and we talk about it's something that they competitively have always wanted. They don't want their season to finish next week. So they just want to get out there and show the type of footy that we know we're capable of and that we probably haven't been super consistent with um, across the whole season. But uh, we know we play a really good brand of footy and when they're on, uh, it's great, great footy to watch. And that's, that's what they'll be going out with today. Dale, uh, P.S. Saltari is a player of, of big interest to me, uh, a local girl to me, a Sandy Dragons prospect. Um, how, how, have you, how have you seen her development this year? Obviously, a debut game today. What, how, how, have you, how have you seen her development as a player this year? Um, we, we've been lucky to have a few of the Dragons girls uh, come down, and they are just super excited to be involved in the program to get the... Uh, the opportunity for some senior experience and he is one that's just been really exciting on the track um, she's had some metro commitments so we haven't been able to see a lot of her um, prior to the lockdown but the last few weeks and, and getting her back in a couple of training sessions a week has been um, really exciting for the girls and, and they can see that she's uh, a, a good strong 
young kid that um, has some really good football about her and I'm excited to see what she'll do out there today. Thanks so much for your time this morning, uh, Dale, and good luck today and with the rest of the season. Thanks very much, guys. Have a great call today. Thank you. That was Dale Robinson, the coach of the Southern Saints, joining us there. Very uh, interesting to hear her thoughts. The pressure's there. They don't want the season to end, but she seems very calm and collected. That's what it's all about. I think that'll wear off on the playing group today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how they come out and, and how Carlton respond to that. So, um, look, they look they look up and about in the, during their warm-up. So, look, I think, I think they have a little bit more, in inverted commas, talent on, on that sort of playing list that they've got that they're sending out there at the moment. So I'd expect them to go out there and pretty much assert their authority from, from the get-go. But you, you, we, we don't know with these games, you know, sometimes sometimes the pressure can get the better of, of, um, of some of the girls out there. But um, no, Dale seems um, very, very confident in, uh, in what she's got in her armoury. Yeah, definitely. And as we mentioned, there are a few very talented players on the list. But do you think that calmness is going to come through for the playing group, Alex? I, I think so. I think any footballer knows. I think the first five, ten minutes are obviously the most important. If you can settle down after the first ten minutes, it's going to be it's going to be such so, so crucial going forward. You know, once once that all that sort of manic pressure, the 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 jitters. It all, it all it all goes away after the first, after the first ten minutes, and you just go about your business. Um, so I, I think look, looking looking at the girls warming up here, I, I, I don't think they they'll face any uh, any issues in terms of nerves in such a in what's such a big game, Sasha. Yeah, look, they like you said, they're up and about. Um, they seem pretty chuffed to be out there again, and that's the main thing. I mean, the fact that they're actually getting to play footy this weekend. It's unfortunate there's no crowds, but hopefully we build towards that in the next couple of weeks and for finals. Definitely, the no crowds is um, eerie. Interesting we'll one, some noise and it's in the weird. Box up yeah, here, guys, we'll make some noise. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, but there we'll is definitely make some noise. Not also that obviously Icon Park enclosed stadium, so there is mm. no chance of anyone just wandering through. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't think anyone wants to come here at the moment. The way the club's going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just, 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 any, just, just any chance. Upset, Mate, I'm, put, I'm putting all the barbs in them today. I'm telling you, I'm t- just, putting just all a, the barbs in. Any, them. any chance of you to get a drive-by in on the club? Like oh, you. mate. Oh, yeah, absolutely today. Yeah, they deserve it. No, no, the girls, no, the, the girls, not so much because they, they actually go out there and have a dip and have a crack for the jersey, which is it's a testament to, to them too. And that, that's what this is. What I'm excited to see when, when I come and watch these VFLW girls and the AFLW girls. I know what I, we know what we're going to get every week. Mm. You know that you know that they have a point to prove as soon as they step past that white line whereas I just think a lot of the a lot of the blokes up top they, I think they just they just play a little bit entitled Lucy oh look maybe they should give their wages to these girls that'd be alright yeah. I reckon yeah. 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 let's see how they perform they earn their keep exactly you know? exactly <laughs> um, so watching the Carlton players come out onto the ground now for their warm up we'll be joined by Luke O'Shaughnessy the coach of Carlton in a moment but I just I, I'm looking forward to asking Luke about Carlton, they were on a bit of a run, two really, really good wins, then they had a break. Have they lost that momentum coming into this game, or do you think they'll still have the confidence from those wins to perform really well today? 
Well, that's the question. I'm just, I mean, look, they're, they're missing Abby McKay from that side, Grace Egan as well. Yep. Lucy McAvoy is still in there too. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that's, you know, Maddie Guerin as well. Like, that's some pretty decent AFLW talent. Natalie Plain was in that side that beat Geelong um, prior to the to the break we had. It was, what was it, 31 to 22 in, in favour of Carlton. So, I mean, losing that type of quality, mm-hmm. that's that's definitely going to affect the team. But I still think, like, structurally, you need to, you need to be sound structurally from a defensive point of view, from an offensive point of view. And you know, I think if, if, if Carlton can keep that intact for the majority of the game, it should hold them in good stead. Then it's just a matter of whether the talent or not comes to the fore and, and the difference in talent between Carlton and the Southern Saints. But look, I mean, the buy probably didn't come at the best of times or the yeah. break didn't come at the best of times for them because you want to you keep that winning momentum going. But what good football clubs do is they're able to deal with any of those issues and, and, and get a wriggle on and get on with it. Yep. Definitely. And now we're joined by the Carlton coach, Luke O'Shaughnessy, uh, this morning. Thank you so much for joining us, Luke. Not sure if you heard some of that conversation that we were just having, but you had two really great wins and then, unfortunately, the lockdown came. Do you think the girls um, still have that winning momentum behind them or have they? are you feeling a bit of pressure going into this game? Uh, good morning, all. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yes, we yep. can. Uh, no, I didn't catch your commentary um, before jumping the line, but uh, no, look, what you identified... Oh, look, we wouldn't be the only club that um, probably had uh, lockdown come at the, at the wrong time. I mean, society had it come at the wrong time, but, um, yeah, no, you're right. We did um, had, a, had a really good couple of strong weeks against Casey and, and Geelong. Um, as you said, built some really good momentum and uh, yeah, it's been there right a little bit by, by having three weeks off, but, um, you know, that's, that's the nature of the beast at the moment. But, um, no, look, I don't, I don't think... Uh, completely derailed our, our plans to sort of challenge for uh, a finals berth um, and it's a very real possibility if uh, we win our last two games so I know the, the vibe's positive and um, there's a, an air of confidence that uh, you know if we can play the way we've been playing regardless of, of who is on the field or, or not um, that we should better get the job done. Luke, uh, Paul Sebastiani here. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Lucy McAvoy named in the um, in the side today. She obviously had a little bit of a yep. stifled preseason um, with the AFLW. What um, what role have you got got for her going today? Yeah, look, it'd be no surprise that she'll start in the middle. Yeah, as you say, a um, little bit of a stifled preseason. So I think um, getting an extra couple of games um, at this time of the year uh, is only going to help her um, as she launches into a. a an earlier than planned pre-season, obviously with the change to the AFLW schedule. Um, so no, look, she'll she'll play where she's best suited, and that's that's in the middle, um, and where we do probably need that um, senior experience and the strong body. So um, that should be great leadership in the middle there to support the likes of Klingbeil, Michaela, Gurr, um, Borg in the ruck. So um, yeah, she'll she'll definitely play in the midfield. Um, all going well. I wouldn't rule out uh, her maybe fighting forward for uh, spits and spurts just to be a target as well if we're if we're getting enough um, inside ball. Luke, it's Alex Doherty here. Um, I've got my eye on two players from the NAB League uh, today, Maeve Chaplin and Tara Delgado. Um, yes. What, 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 do you, what, what are your expectations of those two today? Where, where will they be playing and sort of what, what are you hoping to get out of them? Uh, yeah, no, look, they'll, um, they'll both be playing in the back line, which is where they've, um, you know, more reports. And, and we've played them for, I think we've had two games with Maeve and we had one with Tara uh, prior to the lockdown. So um, that's where we see them as best suited. And it's, it's the uh, the insight we've got from um, Lee Clark and, and the Northern Knights crew that that's where they are best suited as well. So no, they'll both play through the back line. Um, look, what they bring to the table, um, really 
contested players. So they're really strong bodies um, and really composed. And they're not overawed by stepping up to this next level. Um, and that sort of applies to a lot of the NABLE girls we're seeing that are coming through, and I know a lot of the other clubs as well. They're, they're not overawed by stepping up into sort of senior football. Um, so they're really composed and confident, um, really strong. They use the ball really well. Um, but in the back line, their, their defence is, is, is really at the level. Um, they bring it to ground and, and, and sort of hard the contest. So that's all we're asking of them. We're not trying to ask any more than would have any player in the back line. And, uh, yeah, they've shown to be capable at the level um, over the couple of weeks leading the lockdown. Luke, it's Sasha Doughty here. I'm just wondering, what's the focus for the team against the Saints and what what's the key message that you're going to go into the first quarter with? Yeah, so look, it's the contest. It's been the message that um, we've really focused on um, prior to the break um, and, and we've found that just, I guess, rigging our focus to... Um, through the contest and making sure that we can you know, win the ball and, and beat our opponents, um, whoever they might be any given week, uh, around the football um, has put us in really good stead. And just trying to get the ball in the forward half, it's, I know um, a lot of the commentary over the course of the season, uh, even on your radio station, has been how much VFLW uh, is a, a territory game and, uh, and you're spot on. It, if you can keep the ball in your forward half and it applies at high levels of football as well in men and women, um, get the ball in your forward half and, and try and keep it in there and, and get a bit of scoreboard pressure. I think where we've fallen down prior to that little um, winning streak that we had there before the break um, was that we're allowing teams to win it in their back half and, and actually transition it really easy. So we were having you know teams kick you know 20 scoring shots against us each week, and if you're letting teams do that, um, you don't really stand a chance. So no contested ball and um, yeah, keeping that forward half and defending that really well and getting some scoreboard pressure. Definitely. And has the conversation around this being a must-win game to make finals has that come into any of the messages? Not really. Um, I think it goes without saying. Um, you know, it's human nature to sort of uh, look at the bigger picture. Um, so I don't need to really drill it in any more than what the players would already be aware of um, in relation to where we've been sitting. We've sort of we've sort of spent the season sitting around, teetering around that sort of um, just outside the finals contention right throughout the year. We've had um, lots of uh, winning twos and threes and fours in a row, and then we'll, we'll lose a few in a row. So it's, um, it's always kept us around mid-table. So we've always been around the mark, but not quite safe. Um, so no, certainly it's been a, um, we have to win every week conversation or mentality from, you know, a third of the way through the season. So no, the answer your question hasn't been a, an extra message that we've um, put into our conversation or our messaging um, throughout the week. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Luke, and good luck today and uh, with the rest of the season. Really looking forward to the game today. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. That was Luke O'Shaughnessy, the coach of uh, Carlton, joining us on Wharf Radio. Um, we'll have a quick break and then we'll be back with more coverage before the VFLW Women's Match of the Day here on Wharf Radio. The mate with the high-tech Bluetooth fish finder, but not a life jacket. You know the type. So when enjoying the water, make the right call to keep your mates safe. Make sure they wear a life jacket. A message from your mates at Royal Life Saving. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League girls. Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages, 
at Draft Central Oz. The Smith family have been helping disadvantaged Australian children for decades. Today we focus on helping children break the cycle of disadvantage by supporting them to get the most out of their education. But right now, one in six Australian children are living in poverty and don't have what they need for school. These kids need a hand up, not a handout. You can help them get the school essentials they need to fit in and the extra learning support to keep up. Please sponsor an Australian child today. Search the Smith family. Winter has really set in. Time for hot drinks, warm soups, a relaxing bath and cranking up the heater. Did you know that all these things present a burn hazard for children? In fact, 79% of burns happen in the home. Visit kidsafe.com.au to download the free burn safety checklist and get some essential tips for keeping kids safe in your home. And remember, when a burn occurs, apply cool running water for at least 20 minutes. No oil, butter, ointments or ice. Always seek medical advice if the burn is larger than 3 centimetres. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Welcome back to Icon Park for the VFLW match of the day. Carlton taking on the Southern Saints in a must-win game. And for the Saints, they're in an interesting predicament in the AFLW with uh, Peter Searle not yet locked in to coach the AFLW side. There's talk that uh, she's been interested in the Geelong job and having a look there, but it certainly could be... As we said, it's interesting. If she was to take the Geelong job, the Saints then have less than two months to find a new coach for the season. Yeah, it's, um, yeah it is quite an interesting development. Um, a lot of talk about that sort of... Uh, ju- I don't know, d- depending on depending on what, what you, who, what you want to do, if you're Peter Sell, if you want to continue to persist with, with this Saints team who mm. have shown glimpses of um, what they're capable of or go to a Geelong side that are absolutely crying out for for a, a, some sort of development, some sort of coach to help develop their skills because I don't know about you, Sasha, but I've seen some of their Geelong games this year and just their overall skill base is just appalling. It's Yeah, they haven't had a good run of it and I think they are crying out for uh, just a fresh start. Um, a coach that perhaps does have that experience in gathering the beginning of the Saints. Um, I think it would be an interesting um, match having Peter there, but it is to, you know, do you want to leave the Saints after creating something that, you know, it does take time to build. Yeah. So. And, and sure, I think Sure, St Kilda's AFLW season hasn't been the greatest this year. I think what was they only won two or three games after what was and got comprehensively beaten in in most of their others. Mm. But I think the overall core list of that group is still very very young. You've got Caitlin Grise is going to be a star of the competition. Yep. You've got uh, an emerging midfield in Patricios, Chana Smith, and yep. whoever they're going to pick up with pick two um, yep. in the Victorian pool this year. I wouldn't mind seeing Charlie Rowbottom. Uh, at St Kilda just yeah. quietly yep. that that would strongly complement um, both of those two and then you've got a, a, a defensive a defensive unit that I think can hold up I mean yep. you've got Jade Van Dyke there you've got and you've got a, a whole list of Hannah Priest Hannah, Pri- really well Hannah Priest as yep. well yep uh, Bianca Jacobson it's yep. an established back line so 
if you're Peter Sewell, why would unless unless Geelong offering is offering like extra incentives? Why, why would why would you want to leave to go to a, a Cats team that's really really struggling at the moment? Watch this space. I think we'll just have to wait and see what she decides. <laughs> Either way, I, I'd be you know it's great that she's still going to coach. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think she's she's really good for the game. Absolutely, um, Peter Sewell. She's she she absolutely knows what she's doing. Uh, I remember before lockdown went was went to the uh, the Bulldogs uh, Southern Saints game um, at Witten Oval here um, and we were here for Wharf Radio as well and she was and she was giving all the um, all the uh, Southern Saints midfielders a bit of a bit of a rev up bit of advice <laughs> bit of advice she as would, well yep. <laughs> so, um, oh, it, it was it's brilliant it's brilliant she's a, she's a great I, I think she's a great developing coach yeah definitely she's and she's one of those coaches where she knows the women's game as well really really well and I wonder if that's maybe one of her thinkings with the going for the Geelong job it's an opportunity to you know go to a list and sort of help them change and develop and um, you know turn it around yeah with yeah. as someone who knows the women's game really, really well different challenge I yeah think that's what it is like mm. so sometimes the motivation for coaches who have sort of been there and, and done it and, and been in the system for a while like they just want that challenge of, of trying to build a club up from from where they are at the moment to, to sort of back up towards a, up the top of the ladder so again it's just Different motivations, and I think I think the competition at the moment at both levels too. It's, I think it's of a, I think everyone sort of understands that if someone was to move somewhere else for a greater opportunity or, or potentially to do something else for another club, I think there's sort of an understanding that it's like, well, everyone sort of like all clubs are almost in it together, yep. you know, because they're always sort of trying to prove everybody wrong at the moment. So look. Whatever happens with regards to the decision with people going to Geelong or, or elsewhere, look, I mean, as I said, every, everybody's got different motivations, so it'll be interesting to see what unfolds in the next couple of months. Definitely. It's that whole thing of everyone, everyone wants to see the AFLW succeed. Like Correct. Everyone wants Correct. and they want people. You can't begrudge people in a um, fledging competition if there's opportunity elsewhere. Um and there's great opportunity elsewhere. You can't begrudge someone for yeah, well, going out and look at the, getting the, it. The Hoskin twins have, have gone off to... Um, yep. They've both gone off to, to Richmond as well, and there's a, a host of Carlton players that have sort of moved out too. So, um, you know, if, if the opportunity presents itself, especially in a competition that is not... You know, there's, there's only, you know, sort of eight to nine to ten games a year, depending on if you make finals or not. Um, you know, it, to get an opportunity to be guaranteed game time, I know that... I mean, obviously, you've got to earn your spot in every side. But if a team says, you know, we we think you're in our best 16 or 18, well, you're going to move, aren't you? I mean, and and if the contract is bigger as well, given what we know with the pay and everything like that, you're almost just going to jump at the opportunity. So, I, I, as you said, I don't, I don't begrudge anyone for for shifting clubs or, or wanting to gain a better opportunity from a, from a hip pocket point of view and from uh, from a playing point of view. Well, and I suppose with Carlton, um, with this conversation, a lot of change in this Ooh. AFLW uh, trade period. Uh, Taylor Harris has left Jess Hosking um, with in the final hours of trade period, went to join her sister at uh, Richmond. Uh, a few picks out. Jess Dalpos has come in. But how would you rate their uh, trade period? Um. <laughs> Are you sure Is you really want to ask that question? Ask right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, not great. <laughs> not right. I mean, how many well, original I, players are left? I, like Vessio. Well, there's Dar- Darcy Vessio. There's only there. a couple of them. I, I don't even know. Are they going to be able to field a side? <laughs> the way they go? It's going to be a young, fresh side, I think. It's, look, maybe. I mean, maybe the club internally expected it to happen. Um, whether or not these girls were just wanting a sea change and wanted to just leave the club to to pursue opportunities Might. elsewhere because they thought you know their careers sort of weren't 
you know, going ahead at, at Carlton. That, that's fair enough. But um, look, they've got a host of picks in, and it's disappointing. I think we've, I think the club have nearly lost um, half of that mm. 2019 grand final side, which is, uh, which would be a little bit concerning. Uh, but look, I mean, they, they, the club gets the opportunity to to go to the draft with with a host of picks, and uh, you know, I mean, there, there was always that talk about, you know. Taylor Harris and, and what she was doing, you know, during training and what may have happened during the preseason and during the season, and if there was, you know, certain people at the club that um, may have not seen eye to eye with her, and obviously that was coming out in the media every single week and every single day that, that she was on the tray table. So, look, maybe it could be better for the club. Obviously, Taylor Harris has gone on on to Melbourne, and hopefully she can she can do well there and. You know, hopefully, hopefully Carlton can go out and pick up some good, good young AFLW talent, which will be exciting to see either way. So I'm um, looking forward to it anyway. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting um, seeing even this year. I think even you look at what Carlton were trying to do; they were trying to play a, a more younger approach to, towards you know every facet of the ground. They had a really young midfield core. They've got you know a, still sort of a semi decent young forward line and a young back line as well. There's not many veterans left in that no, in that Carlton side. I think one of the one of the big outs for that team is um, Chloe Dalton. Yeah, oh, yes, her she's run, huge. Her run and carry and ability to break the lines is exactly what Carlton lacked during that AFLW season. Uh, so how they sort of how they manufacture the loss of her into how they structure up, it could be a case of well we don't have her now, so we need to maybe play a bit more of a contested brand of football, and that's how we're going to surge the football forward. So look. Whether or not that happens here, I mean, I mean, I think we'll almost sort of start to see it down at VFLW level. It's like, well, the club have done this, 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 and this, and we know we're going to get this player and that player and that player. So now it's more of a case of structuring around the players' strengths and their weaknesses too. So we, we might we might see a more contested brand from from the Carlton girls today as well. I mean, obviously that that is that's the core focus of football. You want to be a good contested team, but it might come to the fore more so given that Carlton have sort of lost that run and carry during the off season. And, and, and also keep in mind as well that they've got three picks inside the top 15 in the Victorian yep. draft pool. They've got picks 10, 11, 23, and also pick 26, which is, I think, pick 16 in the Victorian draft. So, yeah, it's a very strong draft, and you expect them to go young, continue to build on this list, and and even even with the unknown that is expansion in the next year or two, who knows what's going to happen? You know, they might lose another, they might lose a couple of players to either Essendon or Hawthorne. I, I, I would say I think my my only concern with what happened in the trade period is that I, I don't know if the if the club actually strategically planned out what happened. I think it. it, it it stunk of players wanting to wanting to leave. Yeah, if that makes sense. Well, uh, it, it sounded like with Loins and Downey in particular, it sounded like they were they were practically shown the door. Well, I, uh, I, I actually think I actually think the Taylor Harris situation from the club's point of view was handled terribly, really, because what what, what and and this is no knock on. Well, it is a little bit of a knock on the coach, <laughs> Daniel Harford. I mean, he, obviously he's got a media gig and he's a senior coach as well. But you know, it, it, Taylor Harris was after. X amount of dollars, you know. Yeah. And as a negotiator, you, you you want to say that your player is worth, you know, your player is worth more than that when you're going. If you know you're going to be at the trade table, and he, he I think on air he was saying, oh, you know, we don't think she's worth that. Blah 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 blah. Why would you say that? Mm. Yeah, you're dealing with other clubs. You know, yeah. they're, they're just going to lowball you, aren't you? So I mean, it, it, these things that that happen during the off season now, it, it it stinks a little bit. But I just hope, from a draft point of view, when I look at the girls that will come in, because the, the talent that obviously that they they are going to pick up is going to be great, and it'll be it'll be good to see young young AFLW girls ha- have a crack. I don't know if you look at a case study. Let's choose Bree Davy, right? Right. Yeah. Carlton. Yeah. 
she was pretty much written off after injury. The knee, um, yeah. The knee. yeah. You know, uh, Carlton didn't back her as probably as much as they should. Um, switches clubs, faces the challenge with Collingwood, and bam, best player in the league by far in the latest season. So it is, uh, I think, a culture thing as well. Absolutely it is. The way that they um, support players, um, yeah, grow players and utilise their um, the older players who have all this um, knowledge and can feed the younger players. How's, like it's, how's Lauren Arnell going? Exactly. <laughs> so you look at the list that they have gotten rid of over the last few yeah, years yeah, yeah. and where these players are thriving in other clubs, surely that would be telling them something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, you, when you've got such a big turnover of players year in, year out, you, you just don't... Like, the camaraderie's not mm. there, the ability to know where a player's going to be because you've played with them for X amount of games. So I, I think continuity with the squad is just as important as, you know, trading away players and trying to get different types of talent in. So, big year coming up for the Blues. Hopefully, it can be a clean start. And as we said last year during the trade period, what everyone was like, what the hell is Melbourne doing? Get rid of these players, get these stuff. (laughs) Well, they made a Pulliam final off the back of drafting in some very young, talented players. So, hopefully, Carlton can turn around and do the same thing. But we'll have a quick break. And on the other side, be the first bounce between Carlton and the Southern Saints. A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten. Six or seven. Seven point five? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. Food safety, it's in your hands. Been playing for a while, sweet kicks. Cause footy makes you smile, sweet kicks football. If you're getting ready for the trials, gotta go the extra mile, sweet kicks football. Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website, sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au Gotta go the extra mile Sweet Kicks Football <laughs> They're my grandkids. Gee, they can make some noise. But you know what? It's a beautiful sound because they're alive and having fun. The sound I hate is silence in the pool. When a child drowns, you hear nothing. No splashing, no cries for help. Be vigilant around water. Fence the pool, shut the gate. I teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids alive, do the five. It's Adam Mears winning gold. 
Hey, I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling. And having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other, and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. Elder abuse can take many forms. Financial abuse is the most common. He said, Mum, I'll get money for you. I gave him my card. He's my son. And then I got a call from the bank manager. I never expected this from the daughter. If I don't change my will, I can't see the grandkids again. For free confidential support, call 1800 Elder Help. That's 1800 353 374. The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the 1 million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. away from the first bounce here at Icon Park for the Southern Saints taking on Carlton. Must win game for both teams. Just had the toss. Southern Saints will be heading to the left of screen for the first quarter. Carlton to the right of your screen. My name's Lucy Watkin. I'll be calling alongside Paul Sebastiani and we'll have Sasha Doherty and Alex Doherty on special comments for us today. As I said, only minutes away. Everyone, give me your tip. Or I'm going to say Southern Saints by two goals. I'm, I'm actually going to pick Carlton. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I love know, it. I don't I know. It's, it's just so, something about the uh, the Blues today. Right. Um, I, I think I think they can get it done. Is that Beanie on too tight, mate? Or are you? <laughs> nah, nah be, Beanie's on just fine, uh, Paul. Snug. <laughs> uh, Saints for me. Um, just soft spot. Just really want them to get through. I think the Saints are the deserving team for that top six spot. I think they've had a very consistent season. The Saints, I'm going to say them by two goals here at Icon Park. Both teams just in their final huddles uh, before we get underway. But no crowds here at Icon Park, but you can tune in on uh, the live stream as well or stream at Wolf Radio. Uh, .com for the game but we'll also give you some scores for hopefully 
the other games happening uh, today between, oh, we'll be off air by the time uh, Port Melbourne and North Melbourne starts, but that is also going to be streaming on YouTube uh, later today. North Melbourne, if they win, keep their finals chances alive. But So Southern Saints will definitely go up into the into top the six, six if they win today. That, that yeah. percentage is, I'm just looking, yeah, percentage of 106. That, that's, yeah. that's going to be a big, big thing for them coming into, into the back half of this year. Definitely. They've done well with the percentage, uh, the Southern Saints, but we're seeing both teams come out. We've got Piers Saltari. She will be debuting for the Southern Saints today. Had a Vic Metro honours this year. Um, and also played very well for the Sandringham Dragons in the NAB League. So one of the players who is uh, one to watch for if you've got a keen eye on the AFLW draft and Maeve Chaplin and also uh, Tara Delgado are two other NAB League players playing and they'll be lining up in the back line for Carlton as Luke O'Shaughnessy mentioned. But players now just moving into their positions for Sebastiani will take us away. So, Luke O'Shaughnessy uh, mentioned that Lucy McAvoy was definitely going to be starting in the midfield, and that is exactly where she will begin this game, right in the heart of midfield, and it'll be uh, it'll be Borgen Hines to do battle in the ruck here. BFLW match of the day for Wharf Radio. Thank you to everyone tuning into the uh, live stream on YouTube. Teams in. Uh, in their respective positions. Umpire holds the ball aloft. And we're underway here at Icon Park. Borg won the first half and there's Lucy McAvoy. She's going to win the first clearance up towards centre-half forward for the Blues. But uh, looks like the Southern Saints will gain possession here through Burke. A little kick off the ground though, worked its way to Neves. Now she can rebound for the Southern Saints up towards centre wing. Uh, going back with the flight of the ball here for the Blues was Michaela. If she gets a quick kick around the body, this is going to go over the boundary line and out of play. And it'll be a free kick early to the Southern Saints. Neves to get her second possession of the game. So Rebecca Neves, just the defensive side of the wing here. Goes quickly up the line. Kicked over the head of her intended target. Borg is there for the Blues. Little handboy out towards McAvoy, who's been busy early. Just over around the football, went back in to collect it. Little handball went astray. Hines picked it up, tapping it off the ground. Uh, but she was caught high, I think, as uh, she was tackled. And Hines will get the free kick for St Kilda. So just on the wing, Hines sends it in side 50. Drop the mark there. Did it, Bert Gurr, inside 50. Big tackle laid, umpire holding the ball. So free kick now inside 50 going to uh, Rapari of the Southern Saints, 40 metres out from goal. Just pulls the kick, perfect kick, finds Jess Matten. Just 30 metres directly in front of goal. She'll have the first shot on goal of the day. Just some loose checking there from the uh, from the blues from the blues defence there. Just allowed Matten to take the easy mark. So Matten comes in, sends it from about 30 metres. Big kick right on line. First goal of the day goes the way of the Southern Saints. Wonderful lead there by Matten. Great. Uh, what a great tackle too by um, Kayla Rapari as well. Just. And good to see the umpires actually reward the tackling. There was quite a few tackles on the weekend in the AFL men's that ha that certainly didn't go unrewarded. So it's it's good to see the the intensity is up early from the Saints. Um, I'm, I'm I'm already regretting my tip. <laughs> 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 so ball back in the middle. 
Saints with the early goal there. Good composure shown by the Southern Saints going forward of centre. So back underway, it'll be Borg in the ruck. She did win the tap, but uh, McAvoy's going to be in there for Carl. She's wrapped up as soon as she won possession, but she got the handball back. Ball went uh, back towards uh, Build. But uh, the Southern Saints do well to force uh, Carlton back inside their defensive 50. And now they win possession themselves. Little handball came out. Zampaglione was in there for, or rather a chaplain was in there for the Blues. She got a kick forward, but the mark intercepted well by Alexandra Hines. So she can pump the Southern Saints back inside forward 50. And that's exactly what she does. But it's all Carlton here. And uh, a relieving mark taken. Kick over the top goes towards uh, Borg. She wasn't able to take the mark, but the umpire called a hold. Advantage paid. Umpire said, play on. You took the advantage. Kling Bill. She won possession of the football. Evaded a tackle. Kick inside forward 50 towards a one-on-one. -on -one. Southern Saints are going to win the football. They will know the ball just bounced away from the Southern Saints defender. Now the Blues win possession back, and they've got targets inside forward 50. One of those is Peterson. She tries to uh, beat the boundary line, but her opponent was hot on her tail. That was Hocking. Peterson went back in there to try to win possession possession of the ball she locks it up she goes back in and lays a good tackle as well inside the fourth pocket for the Blues it's all locked up umpire says give it to me I'll ball it up Southern Saints lead at one straight six Carlton yet to score deep inside their forward 50. Deep inside forward 50 for the Blues umpire balls it up tap down one by Carlton shot on goal around the corner was smothered Wilson she was in pursuit of the football held it up at the top of the goal square now coming out the back, Lou comes in for the Blues, holds it up, umpires, crosses his arms, and we'll have another ball up. Still inside 50 for the Blues. Four minutes gone in the first quarter. Tap down one out the back. Coming through was Radford of the Saints, wrapped up immediately in the pocket for the inside 50 for Carlton. Have another stoppage 15 metres from the Blues goal. So ball up. Peterson tapped down kick was smothered Wilson came in for the Blues couldn't take possession of the football players came in over the top umpire hovers says play on as the ball bobbles around Lou was tackled immediately and we'll have another stoppage so Borg involved early as well she's at the bottom of that pack there and she'll go up and contest this ruck contest for the Blues ball falls out the back Neves was there for the Southern Saints Bent over, picked it up. Good pick up, good little handball over there to Burke. She gets a kick up towards half-back. Boundary line is close, but uh, the Southern Saints do well. Or Carlton do well to win it back. Chaplin was in there for Carlton as well. Plenty of bodies around the football, right hemmed along this boundary side. Little handball out the back, and now a clearing kick by Hines. She gets it up towards centre wing. Trying to win the football back there for the Blues was uh, Honeybun. She couldn't win clean possession of the ball. And uh, the umpire again crosses himself and we'll have a stoppage out of side here at Icon Park. It's the Southern Saints, one straight six. Carlton yet to score. So from the ruck contest, tap one down there by Hines, but uh, Carlton are going to get the clearance up towards half forward. One-on-one -on -one there, though. Good fist over the top by Hocking. Really well done defensively. And uh, the snap around the body, back up towards centre wing. Mark almost taken by Capsalis, but uh, she fumbles that over the boundary line and out of play. And we'll have it tossed in just the attacking side of the wing for the Blues. Alex Stocky, any early impressions? I, th I, th I think Carlton's clearance work has been pretty exceptional early. We've touched on Lucy McAvoy a fair bit. She seems to be getting a lot of the footy early, so it's going to be interesting to see, here, see what happens. 
So McAvoy there, she was again. Her handball missed the intended target in Honeybun. Peterson, however, won the football back, just got a kick away, made its way into space. Tiana Smith got the kick away up the line towards Joliffe, beats the boundary just, but it'll be a last touch free kick going the way of the Blues. So it'll go into the hands of Daisy Walker, just on the outer side of Icon Park. Looking up the line, looking for an option. Wilson's leading hard there at half forward. She puts it in that direction. Peterson flew, couldn't take the mark. Ball hit the ground, now Smith. Just was composed under pressure, sent it up the line, found a teammate. She was wrapped up, umpire says, holding the ball. Paige Trudgeon, the beneficiary of that decision. Sasha Doherty, what have you seen so far this game? Yeah, so far, um, I'd say cleaner footy by the Saints. Uh, Carlton did a fair bit of ball watching in their 50. Um, I think they just need to continue moving it down there, but make the most of it when they do. Uh, McAvoy probably dominating most for them in the midfield. So Daisy Walker, after taking that intercept mark, has turned the football over. So the Southern Saints, it's a risky kick into the middle of the ground, but it's okay, works out well. Hannah Stewart takes the mark. At centre half back, and she's got runners to the left of her, and she uh, kicks out towards Hocking, who's going to have to wait for that one and let it bounce. But uh, she does okay, little handball over the top to her target. Now the Southern Saints get through that Blues press. Good set of handballs, and now they can work it up towards centre half forward. Handball over the top there by uh, Lucy Burke was not the best. Now the Blues are let in, chasing after the football is Honey Bunch. She might have been held without it. Umpire call play on. Little handball out towards Barnes. She couldn't win clean possession. And uh, the ball comes back out towards Honey Bun. She was dispossessed. Umpire said play on. Georgia Borg went in there. Ball back inside forward 50 for the Southern Saints. It's probably incorrect disposal there. Good tackle. And the free kick will go the way of Carlton. It'll go the way of Maeve Chaplin. She's got runners to the right of her. She goes short. Jessie Coletti. She goes quickly. Kick over the top is okay. And Ali Bill can build up for the Blues at halfback. So Bill just on the intersection of the 50 with the boundary, looking for an option. There's plenty of players ahead of her in one-on-one. -on -one. Sends it to the pack. Wilson out the back. Sitting back there was Stewart of the Saints. Tapped it over the line. Umpire says throw it in. So just in front of us here on the broadcast side of Icon Park. Umpire comes in the 10 metres to throw the football in. Carlton leading. The Sa sorry, Saints leading Carlton by six points. Carlton yet to score. Almost 10 minutes gone in the first quarter. Borg won the tap down at the feet of Smith. Kicked it off the ground towards Bahana at set a half forward. Oh. But McAvoy just came through. Got a kick away to Daisy Walker. Couldn't take the mark. Lou just fumbled the football. Got a handball to McAvoy who came through. Wilson puts it into an empty forward 50. Looking for her teammate in Wood. Wood did really well. Handball was looking for Walker. Lou slid in. Umpire says that was under taking the knees under the yeah, con contact below the knees. Contact the knees. There we go, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So the Saints have the opportunity to clear. So ball comes out here towards Smith. She's got a little bit of space to work into. She drives a long kick up towards a half back. Uh, Blues do well defensively though. Good tackle there laid by Klingbeal, but uh, the ball falls out the back now towards centre wing. Winning the ball back for Carlton there. Uh, and now there's going to be a free kick going the way uh, of the Southern Saints. And the free kick will go the way of Saltari, the debutante. Plays a good tackle. She gets a kick up towards centre wing. It's a good one as well. Amelia Peck takes the mark. And in front of Coletti. 
So smack bang on centre wing broadcast side here at Icon Park. Southern Saints look to go back inside forward 50. Honeybun just worked her opponent under the football. Wasn't able to win clean possession of the ball. Blues do okay here. Honeybun wins the football back. She's been busy in that back line early. Zampaglione is the target. She couldn't win clean possession. Lawrence went in there for the Blues. Good hot contest here. Little tap out was smart. And uh, now Carlton will try to go forward, but that's holding Great the ball. Tackle. Just too long with that footy. Yeah, Alex Stolte, the pressure from the Southern Saints early is red hot. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that they're, they're going to they're set themselves up for score. I think Sasha was on it early. They're, they're, they're moving the ball a lot cleaner than Carlton, but it's Carlton at the stoppages that are actually on top of it. So, Petuna got it, the ball to Bahana at half forward for the Saints. One of the best contested marks in the competition, Tara Bahana. Great kick to inside 50. Oh. Found Smith. Centering ball, 20 metres out from goal. Great vision. Finds her teammate in Amelia Peck, who'll have the opportunity to go back and kick the Saints second. Well, that, that's what you've come to expect from Tiana Smith. Good, clean use of the footy. And I think that's, that's, that, that's, this is now the second scoring opportunity now that's set off the back of tackling pressure from the Saints. So Peck, she'll be kicking from about 25 metres. Kicks on its way straight over the goal umpire's head. Celebrates as well does Amelia Peck and the Southern Saints. They're two straight 12, leading Carlton yet to score. Why don't I just say from that set shot as well, just smart, just to go back, give yourself that amount of room and to have momentum through the set shot, very smart and bang, straight through the big sticks, Alex. Quite, quite a traditional set shot. Yep. You just go back, run your line. A lot of people, a lot of players now seem to try and work a little bit of an angle, a bit of an arc, but that one was quite straight. Yep. You, and you could see, you could just tell, even from this angle, it, it just you just knew it was going to go straight. And Sasha Sasha Doherty, the, the ball movement going inside forward 50 yeah. for, the, for the Southern Saints is just much more efficient it at the is, moment, isn't um, it? It is smarter as well. And, yeah, utilising every um, every free kick they're getting, they're, they're making the most of it. So back underway in the middle. Contest contested by Kalevsky. She threw her body on the line, but Southern Saints win possession of the football. Batuna with a kick out towards Neves. It was a good one as well. She takes the mark. Kick driving up towards centre wing there. In pursuit of the football was DeAngelis. She was besieged upon by Zampaglione. She did very well there, and it's holding the ball. So free kick going the way of Carlton. Be taken by Chaplin, rather. So she goes up towards uh, half forward. Ball falls out the back here. An opportunity for Carlton. Lou was in there. She couldn't win clean possession. Little kick off the ground there by Kalevsky. Was partially smothered. Might have been in the back. Yeah, it was. It's going to be a free kick to Carlton. So free kick to be taken by Klingbeal. She's about 70 metres out from home. It's a flooded forward 50 for the Blues, though, and a, a shanker of an old kick. There was an absolutely terrible kick, but uh, Lou was in there for Carlton. Southern Saints do well defensively again in there. First, the Southern Saints was hocking and uh, laying a good tackle as well was Elise Burke. But again, that uh, ball movement going inside forward 50, Alex, not the best. Not quite sure what was going on there. I th I, you see what's happening there and what happened just before. The Saints are lowering their eyes. Carlton are just sort of hacking and hoping. So Walker intercepted it. Just outside forward 50s. Saints tried to clear. She's going to send it straight back in low, looking for Zamplioni. Went through her hands. Peterson, snap around the corner. Lose all by herself in the goal square. Couldn't take the mark. Oh. Off the oh. ground. Smothered. Now the Saints, they'll just Dangerous clear from kick. the forward 50. Held up. Can they get it? No, nope. they'll see it over the boundary line. And there's a player down. 
She hasn't moved. Might be Frankie Hocking there. Yep, Eliza Wood for Carlton just making sure she's okay before the trainer comes in. Might have but. been a boot to the face, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, uh, you, you called you called dangerous mm. before, and that should have been a free kick to should the Saints. It, it, great, it was great, great defensive effort there as well. But you, you've got to reward that. On, honestly, that, that that that's about as dangerous well, as it gets. Well, yeah, when you've got three players around the ball on the ground, um, obviously, yeah, you do want to rush it in as a goal, but you, you can't do that not in front of um, players' faces. I think she's been kicked in the ribs. Yeah, I think she's Ooh. holding her ribs. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. It, it, it is Frankie Hocking, uh, <coughs> Alex. Might have just been badly winded, potentially. Just that desperation on the goal line. Mm. It is. It's amazing how oh, Carlton actually looked dangerous going inside forward 50 with that low darting kick. That's mm. when the danger started, and they, they've ended up getting the ball up towards uh, up towards the goal square. So Carlton need to do more of that if, if they're going to wish to to score heavily in this game. Well, well, they've got the la they've had the last few inside 50, so they're now getting repeat inside 50 entries. It's all all to bad now is where whether or not they can actually finish it off. So. Resulting ball up. Good tackle. Good tackle laid by McAuliffe. Kept the ball held up inside the forward 50 for Carlton as Jolliffe tackled her opponent in Walker. And they'll have another ball up 40 metres from goal. So Carlton locking this ball inside their forward 50. Clearing kick by Jolliffe is going to be cut off. So Carlton will go back inside forward 50. Umpire calls play on, and uh, the ball goes out towards the uh, forward pocket. They've got numbers here, though, the Blues, and the mark is taken. It is McAuliffe. Might be a little bit too far out to score. She's about 40 metres from home. Tough angle. Southern Saints, two straight 12. Carlton yet to score. They need some reward for effort here, Paul. They do indeed, Alex. Yeah, they've, uh, they've peppered away inside 450 here. So plenty of players on the goal line. So McAuliffe... This one's just going to drop short. Oh, oh, what a mark. A mark right on the line there to Jennifer Liu, and this is a tough angle too, but the umpire's just <laughs> going to call her, a, he might even call her a cross into the construction site the way he's going. <laughs> I thought she marked that in the square. Yeah, so she'll take one step, snap around the body, and kick a goal. Well done. What an angle. <laughs> so Jennifer Liu gets Carlton's first of the day. And they go to one straight six, still trailing the Southern Saints two straight 12. But uh, Sasha Doherty, the Blues, able to lock that ball inside forward 50, get repeat entries, and uh, they get reward for effort finally. They do. They're beginning to do the old build the wall, um, keeping it down there, um, which uh, it works. You know, it's simple, but it works, and that just was the uh, reward for them at this stage. And beautiful mark by Lou. Yeah, it was a great grab by Lou. Uh, Interesting that no Saints player actually put any body on her in, in that No, pack. I mean, sh very tall player, but, yeah, you'd think that at least they'd stand on the line for yeah. that kick I, I, for that very reason. You've you got to put some body on, though. So, Lou, she's come back into the side after missing a few rounds, and now Carlton win the clearance. Zampan Leone got a hand to it at the forward 50, was just pushed out of it by her opponent. Now Borg comes in over the top, wraps up her opponent. Zampioni comes in as well to help her. Lucy Burke, the defender there, who was besieged upon by the Carlton forwards. Now she tries to get a clear and kick away. Needs Peterson now of the Blues. She was wrapped up by Burke. Ball's in dispute just beside the boundary. 
in the attacking side for Carlton. Umpire plays play on as the ball found its way out of the pack. Handball back to Borg. Was tackled by Rapari. Quick handball. No clean possession taken. Now Wilson. Jarvis. She's wrapped up. Swung by Bahana. And it was a throw. Jeez, that was a hot contest. So <laughs> ball bobbled around and we found ourselves with the ball in the hands of the Southern Saints. Bahana on the defensive side of the wing for the Saints. So well fisted away there by Trudgeon. Boundary line's going to beat them all here though. Peck sees it over the boundary line and out of play. It's a hot start here at uh, Icon Park. Plenty of pressure on the ball carrier as soon as they get it. Plenty of tackles being laid early. Southern Saints lead it early though. Two straight 12. Carlton one straight six. A win for either team will uh, likely see them pop into the uh, top six and into that final spot over the top of the uh, Western Bulldogs. So from the uh, throw-in, the resulting throw-in, Hines is wrapped up immediately by Borg. And we'll have another stoppage here. Just the attacking side of the wing for the Blues. Borg won the tap down. McAvoy did really well, kept the ball out in front of her. Jolliff just uh, worked her off the football, though. Zampaglione for the Blues went back in there. Little flick out the back, came towards Barnes. She couldn't take clean possession. Zampaglione wrapped up immediately. McAuliffe tried to win a kick off the ground. Ball inside 50 now for the Blues. Kalevsky couldn't win clean possession, went back in and laid a good tackle. Over the football for the Blues there is McAuliffe. She goes back in to try to lay a tackle as well. Blues look like they're going to win possession here. Borg is going to come in, but uh, Southern Saints, no, no, it's tapped off the ground. Carlton with possession back. Little handball was okay. And now around the body, Honeybunch has been busy early. Not the greatest of kicks. And coming out to take the intercepting mark is Tiana Smith. She started well, Smith. So she takes a relieving mark here at halfback. Standing the mark for the Blues here is Maddie Wilson. The umpire calls Smith to go. She drives this one up towards centre wing. Probably all Carlton here, though. Uh, the Southern Saints do well to lock this ball in. Trudging in there for the Blues. She's wrapped up as soon as she wins possession, and we will have a ball up. Just the attacking side of the wing for the Blues. They trail by one straight goal at the moment. Alex Stockett, special comments. Yeah, I think Carlton have st started to... Um, the momentum's well and truly in their favour. They're, they're still dominating the clearances. They're still getting those inside 50 entries. Uh, they just haven't had the scoreboard to um, really reflect on that. So Bahana dropped the mark and was immediately tackled by Esther Honeybun. So we'll have another stoppage. Tacking side of the wing just for the Saints. Tap down one. McAvoy won the football. Was wrapped up immediately by Joliffe. She just managed to get a handball away. McAvoy and now the ball still held up. Just in front of the interchange benches here at Icon Park. Now the ball's gotten away and Stewart... She overran the football. Coming in was Rapari. Now McAvoy did well to break a tackle to get a handball to Peterson who got a kick up the wing. Zampanley only just missed it. Now Wilson, she got it to Borg. Her kick, though, was affected. And a tra trail of handballs ends with Alice Burke who gets a kick towards the back into the hands of Radford of the Saints. And there's the siren for the first quarter. Ooh. The Saints lead two straight 12 to Carlton. One straight six here at Icon Park. The winner find themselves in the top six. We'll be back with the second quarter after this break. The mate with the high-tech Bluetooth fish finder, but not a life jacket. You know the type. So when enjoying the water, make the right call to keep your mates safe. Make sure they wear a life jacket. A message from your mates at Royal Life Saving. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL Women's. 
Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. The Smith family have been helping disadvantaged Australian children for decades. Today, we focus on helping children break the cycle of disadvantage by supporting them to get the most out of their education. But right now, one in six Australian children are living in poverty and don't have what they need for school. These kids need a hand up, not a handout. You can help them get the school essentials they need to fit in and the extra learning support to keep up. Please sponsor an Australian child today. Search the Smith family. Winter has really set in. Time for hot drinks, warm soups, a relaxing bath and cranking up the heater. Did you know that all these things present a burn hazard for children? In fact, 79% of burns happen in the home. Visit kidsafe.com.au to download the free burn safety checklist and get some essential tips for keeping kids safe in your home. And remember, when a burn occurs, apply cool running water for at least 20 minutes. No oil, butter, ointments or ice. Always seek medical advice if the burn is larger than 3 centimetres. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Carlton by one goal, two straight 12 to Carlton, one straight six here at Icon Park. It was a hot start in the first quarter. Uh, my name's Lucy Watkin with alongside Paul Spestiani, Alex Doherty and Sasha Doherty. Alex, what were your thoughts on that first quarter? Well, as you said, Lucy, it's a, it's a really strong start to the game. I um, thought the Saints had the composure early, but I think Carlton have sort of Whittled the momentum back in their favour with their stoppage work. We're, uh, we're talking about Lucy McAvoy. Surely she's got to be the number one player on the ground because, my goodness, when the loose ball's there to be won, she's so strong working it out. Yeah, she's won a few of those balls and just busted through a few tackles. Sasha, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think she's probably dominating, as you said, Alex. Um, I think they'd be lost without her at this stage. Uh, also wanted to keep an eye on, there was a little bit of a uh, injury with Frankie Hocking um, in the back line for Southern Saints. She looked like she maybe got a boot to the ribs, um, yep. so it'd be best to keep an eye on her. She was actually starting out the uh, quarter with quite a good defensive um, play, so hopefully she's back on the field for the next one. She's got the job on Jennifer Liu. It looked early and <coughs> it was Jennifer Liu's uh, stray boot on for desperation at the goal line that unfortunately yes. connected with uh, Hocking's uh, ribs, it looked like. But Jennifer Liu, the goal kicker for Carlton, took a really strong mark in the goal square and she's playing her first game since round four. Jennifer Liu and in her first game uh, of VFLW this year, she had 11 marks. Wow. So she will be, I think, the target up forward there for Carlton. Absolutely. You've got to inspect a gadget arms like that. <laughs> You're going to make the most of it, um, of Lou as a forward. Yeah, well, it was, as we saw just before, she took that you know, that big pack mark, but although no, nobody really put any body on her, she, the fact that she can still take a mark in that sort of situation sort of outlines how good her marking hands are. And just looking the, at the Southern Saints, you know, breaking in from their quarter-time huddle, looks like Frankie Hocking is out there. She'll be um, she'll be right to go. Oh. 
And uh, Sultari having a great debut thus far. Laid a really good tackle, which uh, I think ended up becoming a goal for the Saints. Getting her hands on the footy, yeah. um, Saltari. Um, I've, I've definitely liked Tiana Smith's game as well. She's certainly running those wings, as Dale Robinson said in the pregame. So yeah. um, her use of the ball, particularly setting up the, I think it was their second goal, um, that was just tremendous. That, that's that's what you've come to expect. More textbook football from the Saints than Carlton at this at this stage. It'll be interesting to see where if if anybody goes to McAvoy in this second quarter. Doesn't f didn't feel like there was any there was nobody really putting any any pressure on her. She was just sort of allowed to run run her own race almost. Well, second quarter just about to get underway to kick us off. Uh, Paul Sebastiani. So. It is the Southern Saints who lead it two straight, 12 to the Blues. One straight goal, six points. And it will be uh, Borg and Hines to do battle in the ruck again, as they did to begin this game. So back underway here, second quarter action at Icon Park. And uh, tap one down there by uh, Borg. And there's that uh, lady of the moment again, Lucy McAvoy. Her stoppage work in the first quarter was, was immense. And uh, she wins a handball out. And Borg tried to win possession of the football there. It was Peterson. Got a little handball back to her target. Honeybun was wrapped up. Umpire said that's holding the ball, or rather Coletti. Now the Southern Saints go inside Ford 50. A lovely kick as oh. well. Not being able to take the mark was Peck. She went back in there, laid a good tackle. They do well here, the Blues, though. And uh, there is going to be a hold. It was Bahana, sorry, who missed that mark. So uh, Southern Saints will get a free kick. It's going the way here of uh, Smith. So she drives this one long towards the top of the goal square. Mark nearly taken by the Carlton defender there, though. But uh, the Southern Saints went out and a quick snap towards goal. Whoa. is going to sail through. Not a bad goal Kayla at all. Kayla Rapari, fantastic effort. Great eye for goal, and she's got the Southern Saints third. Three straight, 18. The Blues, one straight, six. And uh, Sasha Doherty, that's just a small forward craft, isn't oh, it? Oh, beautiful snap. And you can see her thinking, should I, should I? And she just went <laughs> for it because she saw that Carlton player coming at her. But, yeah, beautifully um, executed in the end. Even going back to the um, it, the, the couple of plays before, that, that tackle that resulted in the free kick, yeah. they move the ball fast. And when you move the ball fast, you, you're always going to create the you're maximum scoring opportunity. Yeah. So it, it's, it's good to see that the Southern Saints are switching on here and looking at the stoppages it's almost looking like that um it's Bertuna it's got the run with job on um, McAvoy here so it's going to be very interesting so tap one by Borg but the clearance one there by the Saints coming out to meet it was Rapari handball out wide found Smith propped got around a player drew three towards her kick inside 50 found Coletti dropped the mark coming in there was uh DeAngelis, she wrapped her up, dropped the football, holding the ball. Oh, what a tackle. So that's some strong pressure inside 50 from the Saints. Oh, you, you've got to hold those marks, though, if you're Jesse Coletti. That, yeah. that, that's, that's a, that, that's a, that's almost going to cost her a goal here. So DeAngelis, she'll be kicking from about 30 metres out, slight angle. Can she make it two in a minute for the Southern Saints? Kick's going to drop short. Mark almost taken by Delgado, and they see it over the boundary line. The Blues defence, and we'll have a throw-in inside 50 for the Southern Saints. So Southern Saints doing the attacking early in this uh, second quarter. They can attempt to lock this ball inside their forward half. A couple of mistakes early by some Blues defenders. Just allowed the Southern Saints here and uh, Delgado. 
She got a quick snap up towards centre half forward. Lou, the sole goal kicker for the Blues. She just fumbled the ball at a critical stage, but doing very well there was Peterson. She broke the lines. Little kick across towards centre wing was smart. Eliza Wood comes out and takes the mark, and she's got targets further afield. One of those is Lou, who's screaming for the football. She uh, ignored that option. And now Wood is going to go long up towards centre half forward. Southern Saints sitting under it, and a good mark taken. Rebecca Neve, she goes crossfield, it's okay. Southern Saints chipping this across half back. Target here is Batuna. She works hard for the football, just overran it. Honey Bun went in there very hard. She went in like a freight train, almost one clean possession of the ball, but there's going to be a free kick. It's a high free kick going the way of the Southern Saints. Hot pill early in this uh, second term, and the Southern Saints go up towards uh, half forward, and Peck takes the mark. So Peck. Still about 80 metres from goal. She's got a strong lead from Bahana. Kick was just intercepted by Build. Now still in the hands of the Southern Saints to go inside 50. Mark taken right on the chest of Rapari. She's kicked a goal already this quarter. Strong lead out of the goal square. Now with an opportunity on goal. Slight angle 30 metres out from goal. So looks like she's looking for an option. Few leads coming out of the goal square, but now it looks like she's up to have a shot on goal. Comes in, pops it. High kick going, won't have the distance, falls short. Comes out the front to Coletti, just fumbled the ball. Honeybun came in, applied some pressure. Joel Liff of the Saints wrapped her up inside 50. Now Stewart, snap around the body, will just go through four are behind. So the first blemish on the scoreboard for the day takes the Saints to 3-1-19 leading Carlton one straight six. So the kick in will be taken uh, by Honeybun. She's, uh, she's been under the pump early now with uh, all these Southern Saints inside forward 50. She was busy early in the first quarter as well and she plays on immediately and uh, her kick up towards half back is a good one. Bill takes the mark. Still inside defensive 50 here the Blues. They trial one straight six, Southern Saints 3-1-19. Kick up towards half-back. McAvoy was in there for Carlton. She couldn't win possession of the ball. They lay a good tackle here, though. That's Kalevsky at the bottom of the pack. Umpire hovers and crosses himself and says, I'll ball it up. 55 metres out from the Southern Saint goal. Hines to do battle in the ruck. She reached up high over Borg, won the tap. Saints couldn't win clean possession though. Michaela in there as well. She tried to shark out a handball. Ball fell the way of Jolliffe. She put a really good bump on her opponent in Walker. Went back in to try to win the football, but a big tackle late. Umpire calling play on. Hovers again and crosses himself. And another ball up. Southern Saints just getting on top early here, Alex. Yeah, I think they're... they're their scoring's come on the back of great work from their from their pressure. Their, their tackles inside 50 has been extraordinary, and their tackles around those those clearances as well. They've forced Carlton to fumble their ball a lot. So clearing kick now goes up towards uh, Lou, and she uh, just couldn't win uh, clean possession of the football. Doing well was Frankie Hocking uh, after that uh, kick to the ribs early in the uh, early in the quarter. And now the Southern Saints win possession. Ball falls away of Lucy Burke, and she gets a kick out towards space. And uh, in pursuit of the football is Bohana. She's got an acre of space to work into. Her kick up towards half forward. Not the best of kicks. Honeybun came out to meet it for the Blues. She's tackled. Incorrect disposal. Well done. Free kick will go the way of Gabriella DeAngelis. So DeAngelis. Jeez, I was going to say, her tackling pressure this quarter has uh, been really, really good. She sends it up towards half forward. Bahana had to meet it. Tried to get the half volley. 
didn't get there. Smothered the kick by Coletti, who was looking for a teammate and build. Now the Southern Saints, they inch forward in the forward pocket. Numbers there with the Blues, and they'll clear through Coletti. Looking for Peterson. Just went over her head now. Jolif runs away from the congestion. Puts it inside 50. Diving mark. Sliding to take it was DeAngelis again. She squares up the kick onto the chest of Bahana. And she'll have a shot on goal from 30 metres out. Slight angle here at Icon Park. It's the Saints leading by 13 points. Carlton get to score this quarter. This is Bahana goes through her goal kicking technique. Sends the ball on its way. Gig kick, but just fades to the left. So second behind this term for the Saints, but it's been played in their forward half, Alex. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it's Carlton are just struggling to just get any clean movement uh, with, with the footy. Like every chance they get is sort of resulted in a fumble, you know, either in the defensive half or even just towards the middle of the ground. They just can't get anything going at the moment, Carlton. So Honeybun's kick from uh, the uh, behind was uh, thwarted there by the Southern Saints. They went back deep inside forward 50. But uh, now a little bit of an opportunity here for Carlton out the back. Ball came up towards Zampaglione, but the mark taken by Vanderheim. Intercepting mark. Just the defensive side of the centre square here, and she'll go back towards Frankie Hocking at true centre halfback. Lou stands a mark for the Blues, but Hocking with a kick towards this outer side, and she put her teammate under pressure in Smith, but she did really well. Showed her opponent a clean pair of heels. The kick wasn't the greatest, though. Might have been a free kick going the way of the Southern Saints for a marking infringement on Stuber, but uh, a good tackle there, and uh, it'll be holding the ball, and Stuber will get the resulting free kick by the looks of it. No, it'll go the way... It will go the way of Amelia Peck, who laid a good tackle on Coletti. So at centre wing here, Peck drives this one up towards half forward. Sort of a wobbly old kick up towards half forward there, though, and bans one, bans one possession of the football for the Blues. Klingbeal in there. She was wrapped up as soon as she won possession, and now the kick will go back the way of the Southern Saints. So Stewart, just on centre wing, plays on. Gets a bit of an arc going. Gets a good kick towards half forward. Good mark taken by Bahana. Plenty of space inside forward 50. Finds, tries to find a teammate. Does really well. She was wrapped up immediately by Maeve Chaplin. Brings her to ground. Umpire hovers, holding oh, the ball. Stiff. That is really <laughs> stiff. So, not sure whether DeAngelis had much prior opportunity there, but the umpire said it was holding the ball and Maeve Chaplin's kick to the pocket found her a teammate in Ali Build. So she'll send it up the wing. Numbers there. Borg flies. Couldn't take the mark. At the fall of the ball was Stewart for the Saints. Wrapped up. Ball bobbles around at half forward. Tiana Smith wraps up her opponent. Umpire says, we'll ball it up. So they're having trouble exiting uh, defensive 50, Carlton, Sasha. They are. They just can't seem to get past that halfway mark. And, you know, even if they wanted to, there's no one down there at this stage to even be an option. So they're, they're just being uh, dominated by the Saints. And it's a, it's pretty much a fair contest on why it is in the Saints 50 at the moment. There's probably about three or four Carlton players actually forward of the stoppage at the moment. And that's not that's not even nearly enough It's players. not, no. And, yeah, you got four, four, three or four Saints to one Carlton player each time. So free kick will go the way of Elise Burke. 
And uh, she drives this one up towards oh, centre half for the good kick as well. Just over the head of DeAngelis. Drop what she probably would have taken. Now Carlton have got a little bit of time and space here. Daisy Walker. The ball oh. just didn't bounce her way. Unlucky. Fell into the lap of Grace Hodder. She gets a kick up towards about 35 metres out from the Southern Saint goal. Here's Gabriella DeAngelis. She gets a kick up towards goal, oh. but it's going to be rushed through and hit the post. Oh. <laughs> And it's not uh, it's not Wizard Cup rules, unfortunately. No. It's not off the post and play on. It's uh, still going here. So uh, a rush behind uh, off the post, and the free kick, uh, the uh, resulting kick now will go the way of Delgado. The Southern Saints go to three three twenty one. The Blues locked at one straight six. Just just wanted to say before that that, that point, Ali Build was on DeAngelis there, and she, she gave her about five meters. That, that you've got to be you've got to be a lot tighter than that. So Lawrence gets the ball over that halfway point for Carlton. Intriguing battle continues between Hocking and Lou. It's getting physical as Lou bumps her over the boundary line. And the umpire says, let's throw it in. Still going between Hocking and Lou a few bumps as she runs towards Carlton's forward 50. So throw in just on the attacking side of the wing for Carlton. Throw-in went towards the centre of the wing and the tap was won by Carlton into the hands of Build. She got a handball away. Staltari was wrapped up. Now Barnes. She can send it to centre-half forward to Peterson. Does really, really well to take the mark. Does Hammonds, um, actually. But Hammonds plays on. Sends it inside 50. First inside 50 of the quarter. Oh, Lou <laughs> couldn't get front position on her opponent. And uh, doing really, really well to take the mark was Radford of the Southern Saints. Oh. Sent it out wide to Petuna, dropped at her feet, came off her shins and went over the boundary line. That so it will stay inside Carlton's forward 50 for the first time this quarter. That was plum LB. <laughs> 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 so Carlton now get the opportunity to, to try and get a score back here. Hammonds competes in the ruck. She got a tap. McAvoy was in there for the Blues. She's going to try and win possession back, but the Southern Saints do well. Chasing the ball back here was Lawrence. She got a kick off the Ooh. ground, but it's just going to trickle across the base of goal and go through <laughs> for one behind. So the first score of the quarter for the Blues is a behind. They go to 1-1-7. They trail the Southern Saints by two even goals with 3-3-21. Alex, Do Alex Doherty on the special comments. Next, next couple of minutes are huge for Carlton. They've got their first inside 50. The quarter's been dominated by the Saints. Now they've got to try and lock it in. So kick out from, from defence was good. So Southern Saints will to continue to go forward through Peck. Peck sent it out wide to the outer side, looking for DeAngelis, who couldn't take the mark. Got into the hands of Hodder. She was wrapped up immediately, and umpire crosses himself for a ball up just beside the boundary line on the outer side of Icon Park. So going for it there was Kolevsky. She won the tap down. Coming through McAvoy, couldn't take possession. Barnes, beneficiary of a good tackle from a teammate. The kick, though wasn't great and it'll be a last touch out of bounds rule for the Southern Saints just at half back for them so bringing it in short kick mark not taken there on center wing as players now converge Staltari does well for the Southern Saints now Walker tried to get a handball to McAvoy DeAngelis lost her footing gave way for McAvoy to come through get the ball wrapped up immediately by three Saints now the clearing kick towards Matten, went through her opponent's legs and she'll send a kick just up, DeAngelis got a hand to it now build, 
runs around her for for the Blues. Got a handball into the centre of the ground. She was wrapped up. Players come in. Peterson's there for the Blues as the ball bobbles around. Gets out the back. DeAngelis now swung in the tackle. Just got a handball away to Staltari. She was wrapped up immediately. Now Barnes. She's wrapped up. Players hovering over the football as it comes out like a rugby scrum out the back. Wood turned, kick inside 50, one-on-one -on -one for Lou, gets the ball, takes off, gets a good shepherd from a teammate, kick towards oh. goal, how will the bounce? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Just to the right. That takes the Blues 1-2-8, trailing the Saints 3-3-21. Five minutes to go in the last term. So Carlton with a little bit of momentum building here, but the Southern Saints are going to look to bounce back the other way. They work it up towards centre wing, and uh, DeAngelis with a little handball out, just evaded by Hana. She goes back in to try to win possession. Might have been in the back. Umpire said play on. DeAngelis goes back in. She's been lively on either wing this quarter. Blues try to outnumber the oh. Southern Saints here. 3-2. to two. Big tackle laid over the boundary line and out of play. And the umpire says, I'll throw it in. Yeah, that wasn't a free kick start beyond me. I think she even had the football. I'll tell you what, she, she, she had one on her body and the other one sort of around her neck. <laughs> there were a few free kicks down that opposite wing that, that weren't paid either. The umpire just letting things go at the moment. So ball falls out the back from the stoppage. Peterson just fumbled at a critical stage there. Let Jolifin, who laid the tackle. Klingbeal went in there for the Blues to win possession. She snatched the football back, but now the Southern Saints can go the other way. Rebecca Neves deep inside Ford 50, but a courageous mark. Going back with the flight of the ball. And taking the uh, courageous mark there was Chaplin. Her kick is not the greatest, so over the head of her target. Now the Southern Saints are let in here. Might have been in the back. Oh, no, I said play oh. on. That was definitely a push in the back by Trudge, and it was okay, though. <laughs> Carlton working up towards the middle of the ground, but it's uh, Rebecca Neves here who's going to take the intercepting mark, and she's going to send the Southern Saints inside forward 50. So the kick was a two-on-one, no mark taken. Player was held. Umpire once again said play on Honey Bun. Was looking for a teammate in McAuliffe. Now Staltari got it to Burke. Tap forward, Joe Liff. Martin's there, broke the tackle. Gets a kick towards goal, was affected. Bahana wrapped up the defender immediately. And coming over the top, Kling Beal was there. Honeybun, Matten, all there just to support their teammates as they come up. Was Maeve Chaplin on the bottom of the pack there. Throw in 30 metres from goal. Matten won the tap down. Wrapped up immediately. Umpire says, let's throw it up again. Still 30 metres from the Southern Saints goal. Ticking away to half time. Tap down there one. Joliff got a handball away. Was intercepted by the Blues and there's a free kick for a hold. I think that's the first of about 15 <laughs> the umpire has seen in the last couple of passages of play there, Lucy. <laughs> so, Lawrence, long way from home from the forward line in defence, won the free kick, sent it towards the broadcast wing and players once again converge on the football and we'll have another throw up. It's a real, real uh, contested game at the moment here. Neither team really able to gain the ascendancy in this quarter. Lucy McAvoy lays a big tackle in that stoppage. And she will get the resulting free kick. She's been a shining light in midfield for the Blues today. Yeah, she has. I, I, I like the matchup on uh, Bertuna with her around the stoppages. I think her, her contested work this quarter certainly uh, dipped in comparison to the first quarter, but that was a big tackle. So the kick up towards the attacking side of the wing. Big tackle there laid by Jolliffe. 
And uh, that Carlton player definitely did have prior opportunity. That was Matty Wilson. And Jolliffe will get the resulting free kick just to the defensive side of the wing here for the Southern Saints, who do lead it 3-3-21. The Blues 1-2-8. Not long remaining in this second quarter. So... She's called to go, kick up towards the line. McAvoy sat under her. That's a fantastic mark, Lucy McAvoy. They'd be lost without her today. They definitely would be. <laughs> She's been fantastic. It's another part of her game that uh, might be a little bit underrated, that contested marking. She's so courageous in the marking contest. Borg went up, couldn't take the mark. Neve stepped through traffic, got a little handball out. Now the ball comes towards DeAngelis. She gets a, a great kick hit. towards the boundary line. It's a lovely hit, though. Jessica Matten takes the mark, tumbling over the boundary line, but she'll uh, come back inside play. She's got a couple of leads forward for her, and the kick to in the pocket is an absolute beauty. And the mark taken by Kearns and she will go back from a very very difficult angle probably pop it towards the top of the square only about 30 seconds remain in this second quarter so she'd want to get a little bit of a wriggle on here and she decides to go short with a kick and it's okay and uh, well Luke O'Shaughnessy is going to be tearing his hair out after that because the Southern Saints have been doing that for the majority of the day, Sasha. They have, yeah. The defence just seemed to sit behind. Uh, it doesn't matter who's leading for the ball either in the um, Southern Saints forward line. They're just doing it really well and they're getting in front of their players, dropping their eyes, kicking low. So, Tiana Smith, she will kick after the siren. And she nails Ooh. it. <sighs> What a goal. What a way to go into the next uh, half. Fantastic way to end a good first half for the Southern Saints. They go to 4-3-27 at halftime. The Blues 1-2-8 and uh, Alex Doherty. They've done that all day, the Southern Saints. Lowering the eyes inside forward 50 and the Blues defenders just haven't been uh, just haven't been on their game early. Yeah, they de they've definitely looked the, uh, the more likely of the two sides with their ball use going inside 50 and that last passage of play in particular sort yeah. of just exemplified what it all means because they, they've just sort of it doesn't even matter if they're picking them out you know deep inside not at all deep in the pocket here but they're they're just there's a lot of opportunity execution's just been brilliant it's been a lot better than Carlton Carlton have just been I think the pressure certainly hasn't helped they've sort of they've sort of hack kicked and sort of and fumbled the way a lot along the um along the uh, the middle of Icon Park and it's just been it, it's going to be real interesting to see what sort of message Luke O'Shaughnessy has for yeah um yeah well it's sort of ironic that Luke was telling us you know that the goal is to Carlton keep it in their 50 and and basically do what Saints are doing to them so uh, whether they go back and talk about that it's going to be tough to come back from this yeah, absolutely, and I think, and I think as well, I think the cl the clearance game is is pretty equal, I, I think, at the moment. But it's just it, it's just that class factor, Lucy. I think that that's getting them over the line at the moment. The Saints definitely. It was a quarter played in the Saints half, but something that I'm keeping my eye on, which you would have probably heard in my call, was is the battle between Jennifer Liu and yeah. Francesca yeah. Hocking. There were a couple, couple of moments, couple of moments there in that second quarter that looked like it was going to be um, quite on, and. Uh, <laughs> It's a bit of off the ball happening. Argy bargy, a bit, bit of argy, bit of argy bargy. I don't think, I don't think Frankie's going to forget that anytime soon. But Jennifer Liu, I have loved watching when they get it into that forward half. The the desperation, the calling for the ball. She's trying to make something happen in the forward half for Carlton, which is really impressive for a player who hasn't played for 
what is it, 12 weeks or so? Yeah, um, it, it's it's definitely something because when you look at Carlton going forward, it, it doesn't look like there's m- many options presenting themselves for them. So, I think, yeah, Jennifer Lou's probably the only one that's really trying to make things work. And and even before we sort of, sort of called it before, there's only probably, what, three or four Carlton players, you know, forward of the stoppage inside their defensive 50. Mm. And they're all pa- and they're all partially up on the wing here. Now, I saw I saw the ball cause a stoppage on Carlton's Ford 50. There's a Saints player on the on the defensive corner of the square. They, they need to be more spread out. They do, yeah. They're not using the field. Um, yeah, bunched up. Uh, it's a bit of slow motion with Carlton as well. You notice that Saints, they, they get the ball, they turn and go. They don't wait. Absolutely. They take that opportunity, and Carlton just haven't, haven't made that... Um, easy for themselves. They've just earned the footy a fair bit, Carlton, and, yeah. the, and, and I think maybe a part of that is because of that pressure. Absolutely. Well, we'll take this moment to have a break at halftime here at Icon Park. It's the Saints leading Carlton by 19 points. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. Been playing for a while. Sweet kicks Cause footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trials Gotta go the extra mile Sweet kicks football Not always hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website, sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au. Gotta go the extra mile. Sweet Kicks Football. It's Adamir's winning gold. Hey, I'm Anna Mears. Winning gold at the Olympics was an incredible feeling. And having my biggest rival, who I'd just beaten, ride up next to me and lift my hand in victory topped off an amazing moment. We'd had our fair share of clashes over the years, but in the end, we both respected each other, and that's what really counts in sport. Be gracious in victory and in defeat. To keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair, go to playbytherules.net.au. We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at alnf.org. How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat. And before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten. Six or seven. Seven point five? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. 
Food safety, it's in your hands. If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable... Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131444. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. There are plenty of classic hits radio stations, but this is where GoRadio.Live is different. We unashamedly select the best music from our chosen era. We develop programs that provide the music with minimal interruption. For many hours of the day, you won't hear any announcers, just great music and the occasional station ID. We let the music play through until the end, no crossfades and no announcers talking over the start and end of tracks. We think you're going to love GoRadio.Live, radio as it should be. Check it out at www.goradio.live or download the free app from Google Play or the App Store. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend, that he answered... Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed, it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the 1 million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. Winter has really set in. Time for hot drinks, warm soups, a relaxing bath and cranking up the heater. Did you know that all these things present a burn hazard for children? In fact, 79% of burns happen in the home. Visit kidsafe.com.au to download the free burn safety checklist and get some essential tips for keeping kids safe in your home. And remember, when a burn occurs, apply cool running water for at least 20 minutes. No oil, butter, ointments or ice. Always seek medical advice if the burn is larger than 3 centimetres.
time here at Icon Park. It's the Saints leading the Blues by 19 points. Winner into the top six, and at the moment, it looks like the Saints will be taking the final spot. My name's Lucy Watkin, alongside Paul Spestiani, Alex Doherty, and Sasha Doherty. We've got an intriguing half of football to come. Can, the Carl can Carlton come from behind to snatch a win, or will the Saints continue on their way? Alex and Sasha, what were your thoughts of that uh, first half? Oh, it, just, it just sort of speaks to me that the Saints, are, they're a lot more classier with the football. They're Sort of the, the sort of the clearance work. It's been pretty even. I feel uh, Carlton have won their fair share of clearances, and Kilda have won, uh, Southern Saints have won their fair share of clearances. But it just yeah, it just feels like that the pressure that the Saints are applying. Mm. Sasha, I don't know what what you think, but I think the pressure that the Saints are applying to Carlton in that first half, it's definitely helped them hold this lead. A lot of their scores have come off the back of. Turnovers. They have, yeah. Their tackling's outstanding at this stage, the pressure in general. But um, when you sort of said, yeah, clearances by both have been pretty good, um, I would say maybe just McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, well, you've, well you've, yeah, said, no, you've said it all for the first half. She's saving this team from actually yeah, from being a, a real blower. Um, which, you know, great asset and great player to have. But um, it... I think the other midfields especially need to step up and, and get in there. It's been a little bit scrappy for them. Uh, they try very hard to clear it out, but, yeah, again, there's like two, three, four Saint players just waiting for that ball, and it's paying off for them, and they're moving the ball quickly down toward their forward 50. So Yeah, uh, well, I think it was um, what Luke O'Shaughnessy said at the start, that they're sort of their biggest weakness is letting the ball out of their yeah. forward half yeah. Uh, yeah. too easily, and it's... It, it does sort of stem a little bit from that. They turn the ball over and the Saints are, are off to the race and I think they've sort think of so. identified that problem. Their confidence is up. I mean, they did have the two in wins before the break, but they seem to have gone out there with their heads high and they're um, dominating at this stage and it's clean football. There's um, very little in the way that it's scrappy for them, so they're really making the most of those opportunities. Well, it's the Saint lead, Saints leading by 19 points. Carlton just huddled up inside forward 50 as the Saints go through some run-throughs before the second half gets underway. I think for the for the Blues, I don't I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I don't think I think there's been a few solid performers. Uh, not just uh, Lucy McAvoy; she's clearly been the standout. But I thought Esther Honeybun mm -hmm. down at on half back done defense, done yeah. really really well um, in defence, and we've also mentioned uh, Jennifer Lou inside forward 50. But they are just struggling to create create opportunity in the forward half of the ground. Yeah. Also, yeah. Daisy Walker also has been contributing uh, quite a bit as well, which, you know. I, I think Maeve Chaplin's done some really nice things in, in defence for Carlton as well. She's sort of took, taken a few strong intercept grabs, positions herself really, really well. Yeah, she does. Um, so I think she's doing her draft chances no harm as well. Not at all. Yeah, very exciting to be, she'd be only 18 and been under siege at times but done really really well to hold up the Saints forwards who had plenty of opportunities in the second quarter uh, but finished with two goals either end of the quarter as well well one within the first minute and one after the siren so hopefully Carlton can peg a few back they did not score a goal in that second quarter Saints leading by 19 points as the players head out into position we mentioned just before Carlton in the huddle what sort of message would you be sent giving to the troops at, at, you know, just before the second half. I mean, do, do, do you feel like if, if this is it? Do you feel like this is it? If, if we can't get anything going, then then that, that's almost us. That's mm. almost our race run. Well, Luke O'Shaughnessy said they weren't really focusing on the finals or 
you know, that kind of thing. But I thought Dale Robinson's message when we spoke to her before the game of we don't want our season to finish next week. The girls don't want the season to be finished next week. And I would hope that that's sort of the message that Luke O'Shaughnessy would be giving. Do we want this to be the end of our season or do we want to keep playing? Do we want to have a crack at the finals or is this it? Yeah, because uh, like a loss here and it makes it really, really hard. Even if they win next week, it makes it really, really hard for them to sort of get that last spot in mm. the top six. You never want to be going into a final round hoping that other results fall your way. Yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if you're relying on that, I feel like then you probably shouldn't be playing finals. <laughs> Alex Doherty there on um, special comments. He's alongside Sasha Doherty in the match analyst's chair. My name is Lucy Watkin, Watkin and Paul Sebastiani will be taking us away for the second half here at Icon Park. So second half about to get underway here. It is the Southern Saints leading it. 4-3-27 to the Blues, 1-2-8 as uh, we're back underway here with second half action and uh, from the restart, Neves was uh, over the football for the Southern Saints but uh, looks like Carlton are going to go towards forward 50 in the form of Daisy Walker, Zampagliotto chasing the football, just keeping it inside the boundary line, her kick is trekking inside forward 50 for the Blues, Lou was in there for Carlton as well but the Southern Saints shark out a few little handballs out the back, Borg sat un- uh, underneath the football, McAvoy in there for Carlton. May have dropped it. Umpire said it was okay. <laughs> Neves went in there as well. Yes, Alex Stockley. It's been happening all day, but it's all right. <laughs> Southern Saints now go through half back. The kick sitting under it is Borg. Went up with one hand. Couldn't take it. Now the Southern Saints through Jolliffe. Little kick up towards centre wing. Here comes Amelia Peck. Coletti in hot pursuit of her as well, but the boundary line's going to beat them all. And we'll have it tossed in. Broadcast side here of Icon Park. Southern Saints lead at 4-3-27. The Blues 1-2-8. But uh, good clearance work early from, from Carlton, Alex. Yeah, it's, um, it's promising signs early. They got the first centre clearance, but um, let's see what happens here. So tap down one there by the Saints. Coming through with Stewart. Got possession. Went for the handball. Hesitated. Barnes wrapped her up. And a free kick for holding the ball. Centre wing will go the way of Michaela Barnes. Another blue who was part of the changes for this round. Sends it up towards Lou, bodied out her opponent and fell into the lap of Steph Lawrence. Turned to kick around the body inside 50, bounced over the head of Peterson. Tapped down one to Lou. She handballed it back to Peterson, got it back on the boundary. Kick towards goal, don't tell me, no. (laughs) It's pretty close. Just across the face for the first score of the half, which was a behind. So that takes the Saints 4-4-28 to the Carlton 1-2-8. It was a good effort, but yeah. I, you, you could have easily given it off to Zampaglione who yeah. was running towards goal. Centred kick would have been spot on, Alex and uh, Sasha. Definitely that was... Uh trying to go for Hollywood but uh, nearly paid off but uh, the Blues are going to go back inside Ford 50 through Trudgeon. She thumps a long kick up towards a hot spot. Lou went up. Couldn't take it. Had it well fisted away from her. McAvoy in there for the Blues. Though they win possession back here. Lou with a snap towards goal. It's a one-on-one. Neves did well though against Peterson in the boundary line. Beats them both and will have it tossed in. Positive signs early here for Carlton. They still trail. 1-2-8. Southern Saints 4-3-27. They're fired up. So McAvoy around the contest for the Blues. So's Lou from the restart. Ball around about 45 metres out from the Carlton goal. Southern Saints do well to lock this up. And we'll have another restart here. 45 metres out from the Carlton goal. Carlton 139, Southern Saints 4327. 
So still inside 50 for the Saints. McAvoy was taken high. Was just about to win the clearance and she won the free kick. 45 metres from goal. Looks like she's going to have, have a crack. Sends it on its way. Won't have the distance. Goes to the pocket. Peterson contested. Lou was behind oh. her. And we'll have a throw in inside forward 50 Lou for the Blues. Lou was also in a nice headlock then as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw that in my uh, binoculars. Not sure who it was, but uh, looked pretty feisty. Can't be Frankie Hawking, good No. It? <laughs> She's uh, been very physical and lively inside forward 50, Lou. But Zampaglioni... Her kick was smothered towards goal. In comes Lou. She gets in over the top, wins the football, stands up in the tackle. Handball at the back found Hammonds, who was wrapped up immediately. 30 metres still from Carlton's goal, and we'll have another ball up. So, tight contested start to this uh, second half. They've got a bit of a wall here, Carlton. They've got two spares behind the stoppage here. So, Zampagliano for the Blues. She threw her body on the line couldn't win possession. Her opponent went in, tried to win the ball for the Southern Saints. A little flick handball out the back there towards Smith. She did well, but uh, the Blues do well to win possession back. Trudgeon was in there for Carlton. Plenty of players around this one. Barnes in there as well, and we'll have another stoppage as the Southern Saints get this one outside their defensive 50. So again, plenty of players around this contest. Tap down there one well by Hines, but uh, the Blues are going to go inside forward 50. Handball there by McAvoy, just eluded her intended target. Tiana Smith with a massive tackle, but uh, was a hold, and the free kick will go the way of Charlotte Hammonds. So, she's a little bit too far out to score here. She's got to, uh, she's got a bit of a space inside forward 50, and the Blues create the leading lanes, and she goes short in that direction, kick over the top of her target. Zampagliano did really well with the pickup, and the right foot snap towards oh. goals. It's touched on the line. Oh. Oh. It is touched on the line. Unlucky. That deserved, that deserved a goal. She started well this quarter, Zampagliano, getting into a lot of dangerous spots inside 50. So the Blues now 1-4-10, and the Southern Saints 4-3-27. So the Saints find Jolliffe from the kick-in. Still hemmed in defensive 50. Got options to her left, but decides to head towards the outer wing. Sends it up the line looking for Bahana and Smith. And it goes over the boundary line without anyone touching it. So it'll be last, last touch out of bounds going the way of the Blues. So Coletti plays on, sends it back inside 50. Fly from behind by Lou. Couldn't take the mark. Clear and kick now by Alice Burke. Back towards that outer wing. Mark couldn't be taken by DeAngelis. Now Barnes, Trudgeon. They lay a strong tackle. Gets into the path of Stewart of the Saints. Her handball back to Neves up the outer wing. Through the legs of DeAngelis out the back. Seen over the boundary line. And we'll have a ball in just on the attacking side of the wing for the Southern Saints. They haven't had an inside 50 yet this half. They're edging closer as the boundary umpire just sets themselves on the outer wing. Big wind up. Throw comes in. Tap down. Plenty of players meet the ball on the volley. And the umpire says, let's ball it up. So the Southern Saints just slowly but surely working their way towards 
their forward 50. Borg won the tap, fell the way of McAvoy, and it's another clearance for her, though. The Saints have got numbers here to two on one. Having it well fisted away from her was Radford, and uh, laying a big tackle there was uh, Wilson. She did really well, but now bursting through the contest, the Southern Saints go up towards half forward. Coletti tried to fist the ball away there from her opponent. She did well, was okay. And uh, they do well to lock the ball here, though. Coming in for the Blues was Delgado. Little handball out towards McAvoy. She gets little handball out towards oh. her target. And a big tackle there on Barnes. And that's holding the ball. And Jolliffe will take the resulting free kick. 55 metres out from the Southern Saints goal. This will be their first real dangerous foray forward. It's a good kick as well. Tiana Smith. 55 metres out at true centre half forward. She lowers the eyes. She pops up a little kick towards the top of the goal square. Borg went up, fisted the uh, ball away. Little handball out by Trudgeon was okay. Coletti, snap around the body. She Clever went about kick. 20 <laughs> metres back, but it was okay. It worked out well, and now the Blues can build up from the back pocket. So build, took the mark on the chest, plays on now, sends it towards the broadcast wing, lose that, fisted away from her by Hocking. Smith got a handball to Rapari, will send it inside 50. And defensive mark taken there by Paige Trudgeon. She's going to switch it now. Finds Hammonds. Hammonds just surveying her options. Continues. Goes towards the outer wing. Does really well. Finds a teammate who will send it towards half forward. Peterson comes out, meets it, takes a mark on the outer wing. She's got players streaming forward. Goes short again. Done well to connect a few Chains yeah, of possession here. So they've linked up well, Sash just mentioned, but just ends there at half forward. Now is opportunity for Steltari of the Saints. She was just harassed out of it. Burke now just tried to sweep the handball away from half back. Peterson kick around the body into the path of Zampilioni. Drew the player. Handball though was just an up and under. Coming through now, Rapari kept it in front of her. Well done. Can get possession. Quick kick into the centre of the ground will be marked by Delgado. So Blue's doing well here. They're going to get this ball back going forward. Mark taken by Honeybun and she can take off. She Ooh. takes a bounce. She snipped around well her opponent done. really well in peck. Oh, Went knee on hit. knee there, Great I think. Kick. But a lovely kick as well. Mark taken by Stephanie Lawrence. She lowers the eyes, goes inside forward 50. It's a smart Ooh. kick. That's got to be 50, 50 umpire. Yes. It is. Oh, that was really silly. Maddie Wilson, she'll go to the goal line and she'll kick a certain goal for Carlton who deserved this one. They've been the better team in this uh, third quarter, Sasha Doherty. Yeah, they have. They've really stepped it up. And um, I don't know what Luke had said to them during the halftime break, but it's clearly working. And they're moving the ball much more efficiently now as well. They're not wasting time looking. They're just going for it. So some great link-up play. And now Maddie Wilson, she trots in and kicks the goal. And Carlton get their second of the day. Really silly to give away that free kick as well. Yeah, it, it, it almost looks like they're a little bit frustrated at the moment, the Southern Saints, because now this is probably the best I've seen from the Blues this afternoon. Yeah. Um, that, this morning, this afternoon. But it's sort of, they're getting, they're, they're dominate, they've dominated the clearances early this quarter. They Lucy McAvoy's been on top of it, and they're getting those, and they've sort of locked in um, the ball in their forward half. They're doing all those little things much better, the marking, tackling. Yeah, that and that's it. And I'm, I wasn't quite sure who, who it was. It might have been Joliffe that... that Gave the late shove. Didn't need to do that. No, no, it was already nah. taken. Yeah. It was Jolifu 
uh, gave away the 50 there, but puts Carlton within uh, 11 points. So just two goals could get them back in front. Tap down was one, went to Gurr. Brie Gurr tried to get around an opponent, just got the handball away. Klingbeal, she collected it, was speared into the ground. And the umpire did see that one. So Amelia Klingbeal will win free kick in the middle of the ground for the Blues. Plenty of voices and players streaming towards that outer wing. Going for it was Hammonds, fisted it down. Now kicking towards half forward. Gets into the path of uh, Radcliffe. She just got a handful hand handball away and on the edge of the centre square. Joliffe came in with another just tough physical tackle and it'll be a high free kick again to Klingbeal. So Klingbeal, she's been in the wars thus far in the last minute. <laughs> She'll get the resulting free kick at centre wing and she drives it. Oh, she she's cleaned bumped. up off the ball. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, <laughs> Ill-discipline from the Southern Saints here. Is that Jola again? And uh, I think it may have been... Oh, oh it's going to be another 50. It's oh, all happening it, out here at Icon Park. A double, a free kick, and now a 50-metre penalty. Oh, it, it's almost looking like it's going to be on here. Oh, oh, oh. They can't take the Carlton pressure at the moment. They're so getting the Blues, very frustrated. The, the Blues right on top. And it's, it's going to be uh, Eliza Wood from point-blank range. It's going to cost them the game if they <laughs> And Eliza oh. Wood comes in and kicks the goal. Oh, my goodness. So Carlton go to 3-4-22, and we have a ball game, ladies and gentlemen. Alex, your tip might come true. <laughs> <laughs> so 4-3-27 to keep the lid on that. Mm. I'm going to keep the lid on that. What, 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 what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's a completely different Southern Saints outfit at the moment. They're just being so ill-disciplined. Like, whether or not Carlton are actually... They're, they're up and about. The, the mood's changed. They're sort of... Mm. They're, they're getting more up, up and in their face. They're playing right now. That they, 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 there's something to play for. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a really exciting quarter. This one. It's, it's uh, if, if they lose this, they'll. <laughs> says, it's almost a, it'll, it'll almost be a meltdown of epic proportions. So Klingbeal, she won the clearance. She's got a kick to centre half forward. Zamplioni met the ball strongly. Handball over the top was looking for Lawrence. Kick off the ground inside 50. Hammonds was held without it, but umpire said play on. Now with it, Kolveski, she was wrapped up, dropped the football, still play on from the umpire. Still just inside 50 for the Blues, comes in, wraps his arms, nope, says play on. Kick around the body from Gert, just slipped through the fingers of the Southern Saints defence. Now working it towards the boundary is Hocking, just kicking it off the ground. Lou on the wing. She applies some pressure. Players come in all over the top. Umpire comes in, crosses his arms, and we'll have a ball up on the outer wing. Also, just apologies to Gemma uh, Radford. I called her Radcliffe before. Um, <laughs> not Harry Potter out there. I had that issue yesterday. Yeah. I was calling Jordan Boyd, Jesse Boyd, so you're not alone, Lucy. <laughs> you're not alone. So from the restart, we'll have yet another stoppage. This game has really, really come to life here in this second half if it hadn't before. So from the stoppage, uh, getting her way through there was Capsalis. Her kick is going to go out of bounds on the full, though, and the resulting free kick will go the way of the Blues. So Trudgeon. Smack bang centre wing here at Icon Park on the outer side. She plays on and she wheels this one up towards a half forward. Ball falls out oh. the back now. Here's Charlotte Hammond. She gets a kick up towards a hotspot. Low oh. out the back. Watermark. 
And with a straight kick here, incredibly, she can put Carlton in front. That was terrific positioning there from Charlotte Hammonds. Was at the back of the pack. Didn't have to. Didn't have to fly up for the for the grab. She knew. She knew she was the only one that was down there, and, and a brilliant read as well by Jennifer Liu. So Jennifer Liu, she is ten metres out. Acute angle, and she puts the Blues in front. Who would have thought? <laughs> 4-4-28, Southern Saints 4-3-27, and uh, Alex, well, this is uh, a big, big comeback on the cards for Carlton here. Yeah, it's, it, what a tremendous quarter so far it's been for Carlton, and it, it's it's all the ba it's on the back of great work from the stoppages, and and again the, the, the pre and even if they don't win the ball from the stoppage, they, they're forcing they're forcing the Saints to play wide and turn the ball over, whether it's out in the full or an intercept mark. They've just got the game on their terms now, and and now now it's on the Saints. What, what, what response can they have? That they gave away two really really messy 50 metre penalties. Now now it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So Carlton hit the front for the first time this game as we go back in for the restart. Looks like it will be the Blues that win the clearance again. Borg comes through, kicks it from the centre of the ground, but it's going to be just cut off by the defence of the Southern Saints. Goes out wide to Smith. So Tiana Smith takes the mark on the broadcast wing. Told to play on. Gets around her opponent in Peterson. Now looks to go inboard looking for DeAngelis. Doing really well to get a fist on it was Coletti. DeAngelis though got the crumbs. Her handball though went to McAvoy. She finds Zamplione. She looks to go towards centre half forward. Oh. She was taken out, but Lou, she got the crumbs. Now inside 50, turns from Lawrence. Oh. Snap around the body. <laughs> Goal. Oh. Holy moly. So not only have they taken the lead, they found themselves eight points in front as we head into the last quarter. Eliza Wood coming off the ground after that strong contact. But if she didn't take it, they wouldn't have got the goal. No, exactly. Spot, spot Great on, courage. Spot on, Lucy. That, that's, that's the sort of commitment and courage that Carlton have really shown to the contest this quarter. And it's it and from that play in particular, it's, it all opened up. And again, I think... Even the two Saints defenders, they're very sloppy to let the ball get past them as well. That was that was their last line. If, the, if it got past them, that was an easy goal. So, Blues now out to a game-high lead for their, from their perspective. 5-4-34 plays 4-3-27 from the restart. Ball in dispute here. Borg is over the football for the Blues. It flicks out the side of the contest. McAuliffe was there for Carlton, being wrapped up as soon as she won the football was Barnes. McAuliffe was taken high and it's going to be a free kick going the way of the Blues. So it'll be McAuliffe at the uh, point of the centre square. She sends it up towards centre wing. It's a two-on-one in favour of the Southern Saints. They get numbers back here, although the Blues win possession. Not a bad handball, just eluded Borg. She went back in there, picked it up, got a handball towards Barnes, just went over her head. She flicked out a handball and it was picked off there by Peck. She goes towards centre half forward. Her target was Bohana. Had it well fisted away from her. The Carlton defence do well. They work it up towards Peterson and now she can go. A little handball over the top to Zampaglione, who's been everywhere in this third quarter. She was run down, just got a 
kick away. Goes inside forward 50. Peterson chased after it. She dived on top of it. Ball falls out of the pack. Plenty of players around this one. Lou went in there for the uh, for the blue. She got a little handball out. Little handball sharked over the top by Wilson. And running in towards goal is Daisy Walker. And she has a shot at goal and oh. hits the post. Yeah. Carlton are peppering away here. 5-5, five, five, 35, plays 4-3, 27-0. One-way traffic in this quarter, Sasha. Yeah, it is. And the Saints are leaving that goal line wide open for Carlton. It's um, defensively. They need to really tighten up. So Vanderheim with the kick in. Finds Alice Burke in the pocket who goes up the outer wing. So they've done well to exit defensive 50 so far at the Saints, but not a lot forward of the football. Collecting it on the half volley. Oh. Wrapped up, holding the ball. So they just can't do anything right this quarter, the Saints. And now they'll be sent back inside forward 50 for the Blues. And there's a free kick. Oh. And it's going the way of off Carlton. Ball. She was cleaned up off the ball, I think. It was it Trudgeon who sent the ball inside yeah. forward 50? She was cleaned up. It looked like the umpire was motioning a hold. Mm. So I'm, I'm not quite sure what, what, what was going on there. But they're getting those repeat inside 50s, and it's direct. So if the, if, if the ball's going in direct and inside 50, the, the Saints defenders are going to panic. And that's all they've done this quarter is that they've panicked. And there's the siren. It so can't come at a better time. Steph Lawrence for her second. Oh, absolutely wee. nails it. And that was a five-goal to a, none quarter to the Blues. They've found themselves... My, oh, my. I'm very bad at maths. They've found themselves 14 points up at three-quarter time after trailing by 19 points coming into the third quarter. Southern Saints are huddled up here on the field. And you just got to say, it must be the ill-discipline would have to be being talked about right now. Yeah, you'd, ha you'd have to be talking about what went wrong in that quarter because literally everything went wrong. It sort of stemmed off from the back of those two 50-metre penalties and it'll, it sort of all just snowballs from there and now they've now now they got that chance to regroup because I was thinking the last five minutes there, it, that three-quarter time siren has to come because they've just looked so sloppy, they've looked so second best towards the contest yeah. and Carlton, they're playing. They're playing like they've got nothing to lose now, and now that and now they're in that sort of box seat for that last spot in the six. They are, and um, I want yeah, Dale Robinson would have to be telling you know, don't don't be silly, play disciplined football, don't give away free kicks like that, because this is where it makes such a difference on the scoreboard, especially when you're ten metres out. Oh, she'd have to be filthy. Yeah, she'd, there would have to be a roast coming up. So um, yeah, I mean they can't hang their heads yet. They've got to just you know forget those uh, poorly executed moments of the game, but I mean, Carlton have been outstanding in the third quarter. You can't fault them. Absolutely not. I think their, their clearance work, it's its now not just Lucy McAvoy, but there's other players exactly. sort of contrib contributing. I thought Klingbale as well had a really good third quarter. And I think Zampaglione, not not particularly in that middle, but I think she's been she's very lively. Through. She's been very lively, yes, in, yeah. in moving the ball, being at the feet of the, uh, of, um, the, the big packs inside Ford 50 as well. So with that, we'll take a break. Carlton have hit the front here at Icon Park. They lead the Southern Saints by 14 points.
The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. There are plenty of classic hits radio stations, but this is where GoRadio.Live is different. We unashamedly select the best music from our chosen era. We develop programs that provide the music with minimal interruption. For many hours of the day, you won't hear any announcers, just great music and the occasional station ID. We let the music play through until the end, no crossfades and no announcers talking over the start and end of tracks. We think you're going to love GoRadio.Live, radio as it should be. Check it out at www.goradio.live or download the free app from Google Play or the App Store. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> They're my grandkids. Gee, they can make some noise. But you know what? It's a beautiful sound because they're alive and having fun. The sound I hate is silence in the pool. When a child drowns, you hear nothing. No splashing, no cries for help. Be vigilant around water. Fence the pool, shut the gate. I teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate, and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids alive, do the five. Draft Central is entering a new era, covering all the state leagues from the VFLW, Sample W, Waffle W and Quaffle W, as well as their primary focus, the NAB League Girls, Draft Central has you covered when it comes to all you need to know about the future stars of the AFL women's. Draft Central, brought to you by Rookie Me, is now on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe at Draft Central, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages at Draft Central Oz. What a match it has been here at Icon Park. The Blues hitting the front in the third, third quarter, kicking five goals to none to go 6-5-41. The Southern Saints 4-3-27. Uh, my name is Lucy Walken, alongside Paul Sebastiani, Alex Doherty and Sasha Doherty as the players head to their positions for the final quarter. But just from a body language point of view, Carlton look up and about. Yeah, absolutely, and, I, and it certainly showed in that in that third quarter as well. Just the the amount of times they won the ball from the stoppage, they held the footy in their forward half. I was just watching um, the Southern Saints huddle at that three quarter time. Dale Robinson, not not exactly blasting them, but she's sort of moving her moving her hand around, very very <laughs> stern, very strict sort of uh, instructions. I think they, they just need to get back to their basics. They just need to sort of match them around the stoppages and sort of just be composed. So final quarter action underway here at Icon Park as Borg won the tap down. McAvoy was in after it as well. Klingbill dumped again. So yeah, Klingbill, she's been, she's been in and out. So what she's, she's done on field. <laughs> she's after not playing for three weeks, she's mm. gonna be sore tomorrow. <laughs> so Borg won the tap down. Again, she goes back in there to try to win her own football, but uh, smart kick off the ground there by Hines. And uh, they go in towards the middle of the ground. It was a risky kick, and coming out to meet it was Hammond. She's going to chase after the football as well, or rather that was Peterson. And uh, being wrapped up there was Lawrence. Might have been holding the ball. Umpire said play on. Coming out was Tiana Smith. She got a little handball over the top towards Rapari. She gets a handball back to Smith. 
And uh, just being worried out of it there, though, by Bunge. He got a handball up towards centre wing. Tiana Smith in there. Bun went back in, got the handball. Clean Bill got a kick up towards Lou. Kept it out in front of her. Ball fell the way there, though, of Hocking. And she got a long kick up towards centre wing. Rapari sitting under it, takes the chest mark. And now the Southern Saints can go forward. So Rapari just in front of the interchange benches. Offs to go short. She was looking for Hines. Went over her head now. Kolevsky. Trudgeon, sorry holding the ball couldn't get the kick away so free kick now to DeAngelis of the Southern Saints looks like they'll be the first to go inside 50 in the final quarter she's just taking her time she's been told to play on gets around her opponent in Trudgeon sends it inside 50 looking for Matten under it now oh. Delgado punched it away to the foot was Jolliffe her kick was good, and it found Tara Bahana just on the on the chest. That was that was terrific play there by the Southern Saints because that was the, the player identified that space for for Matten to run to run onto. Very unlucky not to get the mark too, but they just kept the ball moving, and that's what and that, that's what sort of got them in that position at half time. The Southern Saints just keep the ball moving. Yeah, Matten looks a bit sore after that, to be honest. <laughs> so Bahana, can she get one back for the Southern Saints? She absolutely can. So the first goal of the quarter goes the way of the Southern Saints. Can they reel back the deficit? Nope. Well, it's a good start. It's a good start by the Southern Saints, and yeah, just sort of before, just that sort of that ball movement. That, that quite, they were, they were just quite composed. They were looking for the right options as well, which was sort of what they were do, what they were doing in the first half. So they they look like they've. They've sort of got themselves back on track early with, with that goal and good good time for Bahana to pop up with one. She's Absolutely. been she's been pretty solid for them all season. So an eight point ball game in favour of the Blues after kicking five goals to zip in that third quarter. The Southern Saints get one back early in this uh, final term and from the restart. It's Borg and Heinz to do battle. They've battled it out in the ruck all day today. Uh, Gurr was uh, smashed off the football and was very well shepherded there. Jolliffe laying a big tackle on Borg. Borg still sharked the handball out. Uh, they win possession back. It's uh, Capsalis bursting away from the stoppage. She gets a kick up towards the goal scorer, Bohana. Coming through to meet it there for the uh, Blues was Honeybun. She's been very good defensively all day. Klingbeal put her head over it again, had it slapped away from her. And uh, again, the Blues try to force this ball forward. Trudgeon trying to force the issue as well, but she's caught holding the ball, trying to force her way through a few tackles. And now the Southern Saints can build again through Capsalis. So she'll get the resulting free kick, the attacking side of the centre square. So Capsalis, slow to go back on her mark. She's really looking for that option inside 50. Sends it that way to a two-on-one. Coletti... She got in front for the Blues. Couldn't take the mark. Now Stewart. She busts through. Just gets a kick towards the goal square. Bouncing ball. Came to meet it was Peck. She couldn't take the mark. Now McAvoy will clear for the Blues. Sends it towards the outer wing. Looking for Wilson. Really strong mark taken in front there by Alice Burke. So... Burke sends it back towards half forward. Numbers with the Blues. Bahana slapped away from her. Hammonds just kicked it off the ground. Now Burke, she'll get the ball again on the outer wing. Gets around a few defenders. Puts it on the left inside 50 looking for DeAngelis. McAvoy meets it first. Coming through Rapari. Now cleared by Delgado. Her kick high up and under towards the wing. 
Standing underneath it was Peterson. Back inside 50 now for the Saints. Rapari, she couldn't take clean possession. Her and DeAngelis scrapped for the ball. 49 metres out from goal, but McAllis will clear it away for the Blues. So, ball put back inside forward 50. Coletti sits under it and she takes the mark. So, it'll be Coletti inside defensive 50. Southern Saints with the momentum early in this quarter. Ball kicked up towards halfback. Fisted away there by uh, Neves. Going back in to win the football was Lawrence. And the Blues go up towards centre wing. But it's chopped off. So the Southern Saints just slowly building here. Back towards half four. This ball is going to be cut off by McAuliffe. She comes across and she cops a whack to the ribs. So... Again, plenty of players forward of uh, the ball. McAuliffe has real, no real option but to kick this ball long towards a contest. Ball fell out the back there. Klingbeal was in there for the Blues. Barnes was in there as well. Stepped through one. Got a little handball out. Now the Blues go up towards Lou over her head. She might uh, might bounce fortuitously oh, for her. Well she did really well. Got a handball to Zampaliano. She's got a free goal square to kick to. She kicks up towards full forward. It's bouncing. It's not going to be a goal. It's going to fall short of the line. Tiana Smith went in there for the Southern Saints. But oh, wrestling well the done. ball back. Did it really well. Zampaliano they snap towards goal but it's going to go out of bounds on the full opportunity miss for the Blues that was a good effort there from Steph Lawrence just sort of had to had to either cause the stoppage or force the turnover but she actually won the footy against Chowna Smith so that was um, that was a, a big win there for the Blues so Vanderheim with the ball looking decides to go short to Hocking play on wasn't the required 15 metres she looks to go short and find Stewart did really well to meet the football. She heads towards the broadcast wing. Kick, though, over the head of the intended target and into the hands of Paige Trudgeon of the Blues. Told oh. to play on. Just evaded her oh. opponent in Bahana. The kick, though, along the ground, straight back into the hands of the Saints' defence. Comes back up the line and good contested mark taken there by Esther Honeybun. Probably played her best game of the season today, Esther Honeybun. Kick was smothered. Bouncing ball towards half forward. Gert, she got the ball. Now handballs to McAuliffe. Gets around one, gets around two. Kick around the body. Didn't go far. And Tiana Smith clears it up the line. Delgado out the back. Matten. She's got time and space. She puts it into the path of her teammate inside forward Whoa. 50. Just bounces through her legs, through the legs of Amelia Peck and Coletti. Did really well to clear it to Hammonds. Now Hammonds the ones with space. She runs through the centre of the ground. One bounce. Keeps running. Kicks it inside forward 50. Whoa, Peterson. <laughs> she takes the mark 40 metres from goal directly in front. Can I just say, the poise of Jess Coletti across half back today has just been, it's just, she's just been a calming influence across there just quietly yeah I, I think her second half in particular has been very outstanding just Peterson quickly. goes short just misses the mark does Hammonds goes to ground scraps with the football coming in Vanderheim they all just fight for the football now inside 54. The Blues, Zamplioni couldn't get possession. Alice Burke was wrapped up by uh, Maeve Chaplin. Peterson still with the footy. Tried to get it back to Barnes who was tackled. Now Smith clearing kick into the middle of the ground and was marked by Borg. 
breed. <laughs> yep. Just gonna Borg. I was just going to say, how stiff was Amelia Peck before? Yeah. Ball just not bouncing the right way. It's a really hot contest at the moment. Gur was in there. Borg went back in there. Quick kick off the ground. Coming across there, here was Honeybun trying to defend. But again, the Southern Saints go forward of centre, up towards centre wing. Coletti in uh, pursuit there with Bohana, uh, with Peck. Peck was taken without it. Umpire said it was okay, and they fished the ball out the back here. Now the Southern Saints, they come towards the middle of the ground. Coming out to meet the football for the Saints was Batuna. But uh, they do they do well here, though. Ball falls away now of Jolliffe. She gave away a couple of free kicks in that third quarter, but she turns it over here. Lucy McAvoy, handball out to Wilson. She just spilled it at a critical moment. Let the Southern Saints in here, and we're probably going to have a ball up. Just the attacking side of the centre square for the Southern Saints. They still trail. 5-3-33 plays 6-5-41. Let's need to get a couple on the board. The yeah, Saints, just to keep it in. So from the restart, Hammond's trying to burst her way through a stoppage and that's holding the ball. And the Southern Saints will get the resulting free kick. And uh, they go quickly and they're going to burst through half forward. So Smith takes a bounce, gets 40 metres out, goes towards goal. Oh. Bounce, bounce. Just away to the right. So close. So they've taken the march down, margin down to seven points. Now the Southern Saints. So there's not much in it here in the last quarter. So honey buns just inside the goal square. Takes the kick in, looks to go long towards the wing. Borg was underneath it, couldn't take the mark. Now Hines, just a handball and hope into space. Big tackle by Zamplioni. Just got the handball away, did Jolliffe. Kick around the body by Smith was good. And the mark was even better by Peck. Peck looks to go short to Matten, does well. And she marks it in the pocket. So 30 metres out from goal. Very tough angle for Jess Matten. Bit of space there for a player to run onto here. She was looking to square the football, but she's going to have a shot on goal, Jess Matten. Can she get the Saints within just one point? Kick towards goal. Looks pretty oh, good. What a In fact, <laughs> it's very good. She kicks the goal, Jess Matten, and she gets the Saints within one point. It's 6-3-39, trails 6-5-41. We've got a game here at Icon Park. Oh, yeah. uh, Jess Matten, I, I, I've loved watching her play at the AFLW level this year and just sort of one of the big reasons why is that is her kicking. Like, she just sort of... She... Backs herself. <laughs> she just backs herself yeah. in every time and... And that, that's just a, I think that's a just that's a just deserving goal because they've sort of stiffed to miss out on a couple there. We had Peck before and yep. Tiana Smith bursting through the middle should have, should have been a goal. But, should have been, yeah. Um, that, that's a, that's a just reward for for the Saints' efforts this Absolutely. quarter. Absolutely. So it's game on here at Icon Park. From the contest, the Blues go inside forward 50. Lou, the target, had it well fisted away from her by Hocking. Ball still inside forward 50 for the Blues. Big tackle laid by Jolliffe. She's imposed her will on this game all day today. And we'll have a ball up 48 metres out from the Carlton goal. So from the restart, Jolliffe in there again for the Southern Saints. Big tackle laid there. They do well defensively. Rebecca Neves with a kick just skewed off the side of her boot. Carlton can go back inside forward. 50. Walker was just worried off the football. Oh, smart little kick off the ground there. It worked out well. Neves chased oh. her own football, but the handball is going to go over the boundary line and out of play. And it will be the last touch rule. 
So free kick will go the way of Gert. Ignores the lead there of uh, Matty Wilson. So Gert pops this one back inside forward 50 for the Blues. Lou just went over her head. Eliza Wood, she wins possession of the football in the forward pocket. Handball to Wilson. She snaps around the body. It was well smothered. Coming in to meet the football was Chaplin. She gets a kick towards goal, but it's going to be chopped off. And Tiana Smith will take the mark on the last line of the fence, and the Southern Saints can build from full back. I feel like she's had a big quarter, Tiana Smith. She's really stood up in this in, in these moments where they sort of they need somebody to step up after such a really poor third term. So she elects to go back towards the broadcast wing and finds Neves. Neves looks inboard, does well to find Stewart. Stewart plays on, heads towards the wing, finds Jolliffe, was strong under the football, holds it up at half back. Southern Saints trailing by just one point here at Icon Park, told to play on. Just was a bit lackadaisical with the kick. So it's cut off by Wood. Her handball though, slapped away by Hines. Kept Wilson away from it, put her to ground. Now Burke with the football. Just got the kick away. Neves sends it up the broadcast wing. Players under the footy, McAuliffe strong. Told to play on. So just kicks around the body. Does well to find her teammate and Walker. Walker centre wing now on the broadcast side. Just holds the football up. Still nine minutes to play in the final term. Plenty of time for the Saints to maybe Ooh. get back in front. Kick in the middle was intercepted by Smith. She holds Walker out. Walker now finds herself with a bit of space on the outer side. Just fumbles the football at the critical moment. Now Smith, handball back, finds its way to Burke. She was pushed off the footy. Now Lawrence, her handball at the top, finds Build. She'll get a kick away towards centre-half forward. Wilson comes out to meet it, kicks it inside 50. It's Hocking and Lou and Hocking will win on this occasion. So Hocking marks uncontested and now she transfers play towards this broadcast side and in an, an eight her space, it's Capsalis. She goes short with a kick towards centre wing. It's a good one as well. Finds her target in Kearns. She comes a turn inside. Her Ooh. kick nearly Ooh. over the head of Hannah Stewart, who's able to dive and take the mark on the second attempt. She's called to go. Her kick towards centre half forward. It's okay. It's going to work out well. <gasps> nice. Tiana Smith, she steadies from 35 metres out, lines it up, and she puts oh, yeah. it up. Oh. Oh. Has the umpire called touch? No, all clear. It's a goal. Tiana Smith. Both ends of the ground. She's been the focal point in this last quarter and the Southern Saints wrestle back the lead. 7-4-46. The Blues 6-5-41 and maybe just that kick inside there, Alex. Alex, that was just... Maybe they bit off a little bit too much equal chew there. There was there was quite a few um, Saints players on in the middle of the ground. That's exactly what happened. You know, if you're Carlton, that's, it, that's exactly what you didn't need because... I think their, 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 their defensive pressure has actually been pretty good this half. It has, and yeah. I think that, that so, th those sort of kicks just opens it up. And Tiana Smith's the last player you want with the ball in her hands. She's just such a... She's a very, very good finisher. So back to the middle of the ground. What can Carlton do? Ticking away to full time. They've given up the lead. And now Southern Saints... Neither team wins the clearance directly. Umpire still hovering, waiting for the ball to come out, but it's not making its way out, so we'll have another ball up just on the edge of the centre circle. So it's Borg and Hines. Borg won the tap down, got to McAvoy, 
her kick was a high kick just towards centre half forward. Wilson was under it, came off her toes. Zamplioni was tackled immediately, so couldn't get a disposal away. Now it's in the hands of Neves. She's wrapped up by Chaplin. And so we'll have another ball up, attacking side of the square for the Blues. So Carlton hit the front in the third quarter. Southern Saints now have wrestled back the lead. They lead by five points. Time ticking down. Neves came out the back to Stewart. Wilson kick around the body inside 50. Under it was Hammonds. Got it to ground. Zamplioni overrun it and Burke got away a handball. Now it's back with the Blues. Chaplin taken high. So she'll have a free kick at centre-half forward. So Maeve Chaplin. She's going to drive this one long up towards a hot spot. Lou, her target. No, good mark. Really good intercepting mark by Lucy Burke. Just relieving a bit of pressure here after the Blues look to build. She comes across goal. The kick is okay. Peterson was nearly let in there for the Blues. So, little handball across by Tiana Smith was okay and now the Southern Saints go up towards uh, half-back but a great intercepting mark taken there by Trudgeon. So Paige Trudgeon, she drives the ball back towards half-forward. It's not the best of kicks. And the Southern Saints again. They can build from half-back here. Short kick was okay up the line by Lucy Burke. She finds her target. Now the Southern Saints wheel and go. Kick's okay. Although getting in there and doing really well with Zampaglione to force a stoppage. And we'll have it tossed in. Just the uh, at around about half-forward for the Blues here. They trail now 6-5-41. Southern Saints 7-6-46. And we've got a ball game on our hands in this final term. So ball in over the head of both rucks. Ends up in the hands of Walker. She couldn't get the handball away. It's holding the ball. So it'll be Jess Matten who wins the free kick. But stick around after the final siren because we'll tell you what each team needs to do to make sure they're in that top six. It's the Blues, the Dogs, Roos and Saints who are all in the mix for that final spot. So we'll let you know who needs to do what to get in there. And after plenty of commotion, there's now a 50 on that outer wing. So looked like the Carlton player on the mark just crept a step yeah. too um yep. step too close. Yep. Bad time to be giving away fifty. Oh. So it was the Saints in the third quarter who were giving away a few ill disciplined ill disciplined free kicks which cost them and now it could cost the blues. Kick will be from forty meters out. It's on its way. It's on target. Won't have the distance. Stopped at the oh. goal line. Kick over the head. No. Now. Here we go. Dodges one. Oh, Kick. oh no. <laughs> Just away to the right there. Oh. By Taylor Kearns. So 7-7-49 plays 6-5-41. Uh, Ball driven outside a defensive 50, but it's going to come straight back in. The Southern Saints will look to go back inside forward. 50 Zampagliano did really pressure. well. Very, very well. But oh. uh, that is the siren. And the Southern Saints 
have come away with the victory here. 7-7-49, seven, seven, the Blues 6-5-41. And, uh, well, the Southern Saints getting on top in that last quarter, Alex Stockerty, and uh, just the class showing late then, wasn't it? Yeah, well, the, that was the that was the response that they needed after that third quarter. It was, an, it was almost a meltdown of, of sorts. And they just sort of got back to what that, what that, what they... Um, Sort of got back to what they were doing in that first half, just sort of c- composure with the footy yeah. and just sort of clean finishing. And I think, oh, I tell you what, if, you, if you're Dale Robinson, you're um, breathing a sigh of relief because yeah, your side definitely. not only not only they're in the top six, but they get but they have that have that chance now next week to really lock down that spot in the uh, in the top six. So just a six-point victory goes the way of the Southern Saints today. Who were our goal kickers, Paul? Uh, goal kickers for the day. Uh, we've got uh, for the Southern Saints, we've got Matten with two, Peck with one, Kayla Apari with one as well, and Tara Bohana as well as Tiana Smith with that uh, fantastic running goal late in the game to get the Southern Saints uh, back in front. And for the Blues, Stephanie Lawrence and Jennifer Liu with two apiece, Eliza Wood with one, and uh, Maddie Wilson with one as well. So, uh, look, it's a good game of football at the end of the day, and there was a bit of heat involved in it as well. So, But uh, the Southern Saints class just, uh, just getting them over the line in the end. Definitely, and now we have a victor. Saints beating the Blues, as we mentioned. The winner, their path to finals, probably a little bit easier. But it's the Saints, Dogs, North Melbourne and Carlton who are in the mix for the top six, and this is what needs to happen now. So the Saints need to beat North Melbourne next week, and they make the finals. If they lose to North, they need the Western Bulldogs to lose to Casey and for North to lose to Port today. If the Bulldogs want to make the top six, they need North to lose today, but they need to beat the Saints next week. Plus, they must beat Casey next week in the final round. If North beat both Port and the Saints, plus the Bulldogs beat Casey, it comes down to percentage. Are we... Everyone's still with me? I'm with you. We're listening. We're here. <laughs> North. If North want to make the finals, they need to beat Port today and the Saints next week. If the Dogs lose to Casey, they're in the finals. Mm. If they beat Port this Arvo and the Saints next week and the Dogs beat Casey, it comes down to percentage. Finally, Carlton. Carlton need North to lose today, but beat. but they needed to win today. They need the Dogs to lose to Casey next week and to really beat Williamstown next week, and then it comes down to percentage. So, so it's going to be an there, exciting <laughs> finish to the VFLW season for that final spot. Absolutely. But I think today, after watching, I think the Saints are the deserving team to take that final in spot. The plum, in the plum spot. Now. Yes. Yeah. The plum spot. It, it, it's theirs to lose next week against North Melbourne. They, they need to really... like. I think overall today's been really, really good. Yeah. They'll sort of have to look at that third quarter and figure out, you know, what of, went co- wrong, of, yeah. of course, ill-discipline plays a part, but then sort of you look at, you know, their the stoppage work around. They, they let Lucy McAvoy run, run riot yeah. in there for pretty much all the day. So... I, I think there's no, there's no doubt in my mind the Saints do deserve to be here. I think that I think they've played... They've, for most of the season, they've played a really strong brand of footy. But it's just sort of those little things there they've got to sort of iron out. And they're in a good spot to beat North uh, next week, who we've sort of said uh, in this in this broadcast that they, they 
can play that when, when they're on, but they sort of just haven't been able to string that sort of form consistently enough. Oh. I think even Dale Roberts... Let's listen to the Saints in the An excellent victory to the Southern Saints today. Find themselves in the box seat to take that final top six spot as we were just talking about. But a great win today for the Saints. Good to hear them sing the song loud and proud after that uh, victory. But Alex, you were saying? Um, what was if it? you remember. What was I saying? Um, <laughs> I was talking about like the consistency of the Southern Saints. Is, and yeah. Dale Robinson mentioned that pre-game as yeah. well. Is that they've played good football, but they just haven't done it for, for, for long enough patches. And now they get the chance to, to prove themselves next week. Yeah, ex- exactly right. And I think watching a few of their games this year, they certainly they certainly know how to use the footy. And I think that today their class, even looking inboard, I reckon times that they did it they pulled it off and it looks magnificent there are times that it was there but they sort of neglected to to really look at it but um if they can sort of you know sort of continue to brush up on that i think there's a lot to like about this southern saints team and and we said at the start of the the start of the broadcast i think in any given in any given final series really it's um you know we talk about collingwood being the hot favorite but anybody can really win it like you've, you've got to be in it to win it yeah you do um, I was also going to say, you wouldn't want to make too many changes going into the next round either. That team was solid, and I think they work really well together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they only had three AFLW players, and I thought they actually all did pretty well for themselves, yeah. considering. And quite a few players that sort of that aren't on this, they could probably they, they could sort of you know put their hand Get up, their spot. Yep. put put their hand up the next couple of years. Go, Absolutely. hey, hey, where, where's my spot? <laughs> <laughs> so the Southern Saints, they'll take on North next week. Carlton taking on Williamstown. Both still a chance to uh, make the finals. North and Port Melbourne is one of those deciding games that will be played at 1pm. You can watch that on uh, YouTube with the Casey Radio team providing the commentary for that matchup. But great to be back at Icon Park. Great to be back calling VFLW football. Um, Thank you, Paul, for joining us. I hope I know Carlton didn't win today, but I hope it was a bit better oh, for you. No, no, they they, they had a red hot crack and uh, was uh, yeah they, they had a flurry of goals in that third quarter and uh, it's good to see the girls uh, go out there and uh, play play for the jersey. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> um, Alex, and thank you very much for your insights today. Oh, always a pleasure to be always a pleasure to be calling alongside you guys, and um, yeah, it's so great to be back. Yeah, <laughs> been a pleasure. Beautiful day for football. Great to be back. And Sash, yeah, thank you for joining us. No, I've One of your first it. in a while as yeah, well. It has been, yeah. I've been uh, commitments with uh, local footy, so I've not been able to be here as much and I've missed it. But this has been a, a really good day and such a close game as well. Always good to call those games with you guys. Definitely. Thank you also for joining us today, whether you're on the live stream or on the Wharf Radio call at wharfradio.com. We will be back next week with the final round of the VFLW which, as we keep mentioning, will be very, very exciting finish. So please tune in then, but hopefully also you'll be allowed back at the football. Thank you again for joining us. My name's Lucy Watkin, and we'll see you next time.